I know that there are these allegations out there. Okay, we have the everybody. I seen the evidence, but from a football standpoint, Deshaun we're here. Watson we're going to get firing. Got a lot of stuff. He can run any offense. The Bachelor finale happened. He has, he is that Interesting stuff. Interesting TV, everybody. Uh, Grey's Anatomy writer got fucking exposed for being a fraud. Big NFL moves uh, happened. Because this guy uh, currently operating with headphones that I hate. Um, so we'll deal with that later. But welcome to the show, everybody. Let's get things fucking firing. This week was not granted it. Of course, now he will be able to leave the Browns. Where do you... From Atlanta, Fulton We're storming the Capitol. It's a revolution. Purple color, I see. Then you maintain the status. December 7th, night. And a question, a psychopath. I love you so badly. I got me. Welcome to Keith Pazel. This is Keith Pazel. Uh, I'm Adam Wiss again. He's hanging with uh, his upperclassmen buddies. Uh, but welcome to the show. We got big TV things happening here. You know what the show is. I live stream myself watching TV. We make fun of it. We talk about the world uh, and ourselves through what is on television here. Let me raise my audio. Uh, welcome in, everybody. Uh, we got a packed show here. I got a whole fucking packet of stuff here for you guys um he's down on the music here welcome in we had uh, the i went to a john mayer concert i love how we're starting a very am radio um deshaun watson just got traded to the cleveland browns i think we're just gonna fire off right into this um i got a bunch of other stuff planned but we can get into that later because we got big 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 football stuff happening here hey the star of the show All right, let's ease into our television coverage of this here. Deshaun Watson is heading to Cleveland. When you first hear that, what's your initial reaction? <laughs> My first initial reaction was I, I immediately thought about LeBron James. Cleveland, this one's for you because this is big for this organization. I mean, this team. It is huge for Cleveland. This is the biggest. You know you're a bad organization when this is your best quarterback since Bernie Kosar, who is an idiot, certified fucking moron, by the way. A championship right now and it's i don't know why that matters in the deshaun watson thing uh you know he could be as dumb he did rape 22 women by the way and i love how they're glossing all that over i almost glossed it over jesus christ so deshaun the whole reason he's even fucking uh like being traded is because he uh, uh allegedly 
uh, essayed slash raped about 22 women. Um, this is here's my whole schadenfreude with this whole thing, because I'm a Chicago Bears fan, as you guys know, and uh, the Bears willfully did not draft Deshaun Watson. Now, I like to think they had a little bit of forethought uh, in this, but it, it really just turns out that they're fucking terrible at. Uh, the, uh, I wanted to test to see. I, did, I thought oh, I always worry that I'm hooked up to the wrong mic. Uh, but yeah, the Bears didn't dish, uh, draft Deshaun Watson or Patrick Mahomes. Passed up two lockdown Hall of Famers. Drafted Mitchell Trubisky. Current Pittsburgh Steeler Mitchell Trubisky. We'll get into that later. But the Bears fans were dogs of everything for that move. Just like, you passed up on Mahomes. You could have had Deshaun Watson. And now I'm just like, thank like thank God. That's what That was my weird reaction when I found out he possibly sexually assaulted 22 women i was just like whoo thank god this takes the albatross off the chicago bears to Cleveland, like we all they call it his legal problems by the way from james and our other insiders on the other side of this break as we continue following this break they like they get into like how many years what's the money this is big for the franchise and then they'll quietly add like you think he's gonna play for a little bit you know because of the r's all of the essays and the r's so that was big. Um, what else here? Let's flip around while we got commercials on. Let's see how the let's see how these other sports networks are dealing with this. That's the NFL network. Uh, let's go see if ES oh we got fucking NCAA tournament action too. First round shit. I hear it's real bad. Like I said last week, the NCAA tournament is oh it's fucking matched up for the first time. Usually they're like a round behind. The women's and the men's are actually fucking on par. This time around. The country in Iowa. Yeah, it's one of those things, you know, for a lot of the Power Five leagues, they're. See, we've got some Miami USC here, hometown club, USC Trojans. Look at that. Look at Reggie Miller just getting fucking that Wendy's money. Reggie Miller never ate Wendy's a day in his fucking life. They even have Wendy's in fucking Indianapolis. It's all fucking rallies and checkers out there. And I think they have Sonics. The rare, the land of Sonic out there in mid-Indy. USC getting fucking pounded. They're gonna, they're gonna fucking choke. Classic Trojans. Lincoln Riley ain't the coach of the basketball team, for Christ's sakes. Got Virginia Tech. And Notre Dame. Speaking of rapes, Notre Dame's on TV. I'm sure, there's a lot of those going on over there. <laughs> see if anybody's covering this Deshaun Watson thing. That see the NCAA tournament is probably fucking killing all these networks because they want to go live and talk about Deshaun Watson, but they have to show fucking Providence versus Rice in the first round of the NCAA tournament. What do we got here? Very commercial heavy. They all go to the break at the same time. Got to get them ratings. So 32.3. How about some strategy here? Texas getting teabagged right here. Could we have a series of upsets in line? What Chris Beard draws up here offensively. People are probably making more money off the prop bets than they are this whole tournament. That's what I was saying last week. Gambling being legalized is slowly chipping away at the mystique of the NCAA tournament because this used to be the gambler's paradise you wait all year for march madness but now you can make more money off the fucking coin flip in a you know professional lacrosse game 
than you can on the whole bracket, right? I mean, if I'm wrong, come in the chat and tell me I'm wrong. Here we go. G League right here. Poor G League has to go up against the NCAA tournament. This is my favorite thing of television, is when you go in and you look at the shows that have to go up against the huge events. Like, watch what's on during the Super Bowl. It's fucking awesome. Waters driving. Tough angle. You can hear the vibrations of everything in that building. There is nobody in there. It sounds like it's it the echo in that stadium sounds like that this game happened spontaneously that this is some sort of street fight pickup game that the Stockton uh the South Bay Lakers challenged the Stockton Kings to a fucking rumble they're settling it on the court is there with under 6 seconds to go in the quarter you can hear individual parents calling out people's names yeah, Toby. Nothing run. The last two possessions of the quarter for the Lakers to make it a seven-point lead. Let's be let's fourth. be fucking loose with that term Lakers here, by the way. What do we got here? We got the women's tournament on Espen. Look at them being progressive, given the fucking bullshit cable networks, the men's tournament here. Virginia Tech, Alabama. Looks like that's all that's on. Oh yeah, we got uh the Impractical Jokers doing March Madness breakdown? Oh shit, they're desperate. They got no talent over there. That's how fucking much the Impractical Jokers run True TV is the NCAA tournament is on and they have it titles as Impractical Jokers March Madness breakdown. Watch Sal Volcano try and talk about any college that's not Rutgers. Direction here, maybe Goodwin at the rim or Peterson. I'm just thinking to throw in. Miami coming away with this. Are we going to watch the last? This is big stuff here. USC Trojans rated seven can go down. Sunk it. One point down here. What do we got here? What are we going to do? What are we going to do? Who's calling a timeout? Look at them fucking jacking each other. This is impressive. Right, ran Mobley all the way through to a double screen. They ran the close the elevator play right there. Peterson comes through. They great screen by Mobley and Goodwin. He's barely guarded him. A couple of the students probably taking a couple bets on this too. That's a big question of the of legalized gambling. Sticking on the legalized gambling is the players are going to be able to place bets, especially if you play in Vegas. Those Raiders players, come on. You think they're missing field goals on accident? I think not. You only hear fiery takes like that here on This Is Keith Pazel Live on 23.8 FM Talk Radio. Love it. Getting back in the drop game. Six points in the last eight seconds. They're laying up stats that are just like, that's how the attention span, they have to put stats up that are just recapping the last 30 seconds for you. In case you got TikToked here in the last minute. Look at those jerseys. Those are fucking fire. Get a screen grab of those jerseys now because this is probably getting edited out of the final cut. It's the thing about watching live here. You get to see every inch of the podcast. Look at that hair. Afro goes perfectly mid-ear. A good mid-ear afro. What's up with his ear? Is that guy a wrestler too? Never seen a college basketball player with cauliflower ear before. 
Charlie Moore to come. What about this guy? See if they double him or It'll jump to him and let Hornberg be the recipient. It'll be McGusty to inbound. And Goodwin will defend that inbounds pass. Now he's going to back off. Now they're going to double All right. Charlie Moore on the catch here. This is the thing. We can actually time it. This is 25 seconds left in the game. This is going to take fucking 45 minutes. Speaking of USC, I could get into this. Talk a little shit about Los Angeles. So USC is in what they call the hood. Uh, and it's beautiful. It's, it's the best. Uh, they pay for this apartment. Uh, Larry works at USC. Uh, her career alma mater. So we go to the Skirball Center up in the West Hills. And I fucking hate Westwood. The thing I hate about West L.A. is you see it when you go into the Skirball Center, which is this hipster fucking theater. Uh, they have the, they try and statue their fucking virtue like there's virtue signaling and then there's virtue architecture. Like you go into the parking structures and they're just like all of these fucking mottos about community building. And they put that up thinking like, OK, this is our love for the world. This is how we're going to change it. Expensive architecture that we're not actually going to allow any unhoused or, or uh, underprivileged to see. Like you really get what they're about, because when you walk around the Skirball Center, security guards stop you every five feet and go, uh, excuse me, where are you going? Show me a proof of address. There it goes. Tie game. USC fucking tied that shit up. It looks like we're maybe going to overtime, or are they going to fucking hold this off for a last-second shot? You're seeing it live here on Keith Pazer's podcast. Oh. Oh, my God. What a boring-ass fucking move. You fouled him? They're going to win on free throws? Even when they try and be exciting, this tournament is fucking awful. And that's when you got to communicate. I got him. I got him. I'm here. Yeah, no question. He got him. With the body and on the he arm. He got him with his fucking leg. Can he even control that? Seconds. You can't make contact. They just shouldn't play defense. Like the NFL should just become flag football. Let's just do light screens. And that way you can cross gender the sports. If you take all the violence out of it. His whole life, this kid. Got into a big argument with old Larry on the car ride. Not argument, but we debated. Uh, we were talking about how fucking awful softball is. It's a really pathetic sport. And about how I think basketball and baseball should be the two sports that bare minimum allow women to play with the men because it doesn't exert that much physical effort. And she's talking about how she thinks women should be able to box dudes, uh, which is hardcore. That's still a step. And my whole thing is, okay, they're up by two points. Here we go. Oh, almost. That would have been fucking puss moistening if he hit that. Well, congratulations, USC. You made it to the first round of the tournament. Uh, you're done. This should get you a little bit of fucking booster money, though. Um, but you got Lincoln Riley, so it doesn't matter. That football team is fucking buttering your bread for the next 10 years. So we were saying like basketball and baseball are the two sports where like you got to post up on people and soccer. I'll put soccer in this, even though there are some fucking violent ass slide tackles uh, in soccer. But where I think there will be apprehension and not even on the fans aspect, some fucking psychos probably want to watch a woman get lit up on a football field um, is the other players. Like if you put a girl at running back, a girl uh, even the most hefty, uh, the most hefty abroad, we're talking, you know, six foot, 
250. That's a stern, muscly thumb of a gal. You put her up against fucking Von Miller, even an aged Von Miller, and say, okay, you guys are equals now. Light this bitch up. I don't know if Von's going to be ready to do that unless he's already done it in his past. You know? I'm not here to accuse Von Miller of anything, but I think that's the apprehension of, like, go full bore violent into this fucking random new rookie here. But he's got his arm around him. What are you, his benefactor? So for myself, I just didn't want to force anything. You know, um, coach got put trust in That me. is the embrace of a molester right there. Those fingers have been on more than his shoulder. You know what I mean? Miami and with this team. But as coach said, you're the glue guy. You're the Chris Paul of this team. Yeah, the glue guy. But what is it like? Yeah, I put glue in places. Yeah, Again. I glue it shut so I can only go inside there. You know, um, it's a one in a lifetime type of opportunity. You know, I just want to take full advantage of it. You know, play hard for my teammates, for the coaching staff, and uh, you know it was a great win. You know, the best jerseys won. I'll say that. No, but USC needs to get a little cursive in their jersey. So we got the win. Coach, you talk about this team never panicking. What did they show you down the stretch here? I don't know. I'm exhausted. That was an incredible game, and we played so well, so hard in the first. Whoa! Half what a half. fucking accent. His name is like Jim La 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 La, but he's got like a slight Latino thing. But he's also like, see, si, por favor. I'm from Brooklyn. It was critical for us. So this is college basketball at its... We're going to go snipe some Cuban puss over here in the Haitian district tonight here in South Carolina. <laughs> do a little Grand Theft Auto Vice City on some of these broads. It. it is March Madness. They do like to dance. And they'll dance again on Sunday against Auburn. The tournament continues with games now on TNT and TBS. So yeah, we're at the, scur- the Scurry Ball Center. And I just... Even like when you walk in, so you have security guards that check your vaccination status, which I'm fine with. But then after they check your vaccination status, they put a little, they give you a little sticker to put on your shirt. It's like the, the, the good person badge. Like we got past you. So we're all obviously vaccinated because we, you, you let us pass you. Like why, why the whole sticker thing? Um, so there was, but it, we watched this good movie. Uh, called Storm Lake about this paper in Storm Lake, Iowa. Big. I've probably performed most uh, in my road comedy career in Iowa. We've got to see. We got this guy here. This is Art Collin. Look at the mustache on that. That is just. He runs this little paper. He run a Pulitzer in 2017. It's just about how this tiny ass newspaper fucking reports on little bullshit in the town. It makes you want to move to the suburbs, which is a double edged sword because they're cozy, but then you're in the suburbs, you know. So we watched this documentary about this small newspaper, but I really want to just get into this guy's mustache here. Let me show you a picture of this guy. Art Cullen. Look at this. Switch over here. We're at a commercial break here. We'll get back to some exciting television, but I want to show you Art Cullen's pussy stash here. Look at that. Look at that mustache i mean that's a guy who fucking rides town and look at his kids his kid is like six foot seven because art's a tall son of a bitch tall drink of water slurps cigarettes like a goddamn chimney all a good newsie should be chewing tobacco slurping back on cigarettes that's the problem with this new generation fuck tiktok and social media it's the addictions get off the adderall get on some tobacco some of that gymsum weed 
But look at the genes this fucking mustache produces. That's how good he eats pussy. He fucking made his wife cream so hard with that rim that he fucking, she was just the next day, this kid was just like this, came out, just sitting on her belly. Look at Art Cullen. So he runs this newspaper. Uh, he's, he's a fucking cold-ass son of a bitch. He's the only Democrat in Iowa. They hate him, but they read his paper. That's the gist of the fucking documentary. Uh, COVID hit him hard. Uh, but yeah, I just wanted to show people this fucking mustache. Let people know it was possible to have a look that says, I do, in fact, eat pussy. That looks like a mugshot right there. It looks like he went to jail for pillaging so much fucking oral. That's a man who's guilty of pleasure. You know what I'm saying? Talk radio. That's what we do over here. So yeah, that was Art Collin. I uh, went and saw a documentary. We had to go to the Skirball Center to do it. Um, but like I said, so they got all this shit like, community is the home for the heart, and it's where love is built. And even the documentary, it's all about like weaving community fabric together and having a tight-knit community and they even talk about the division in America, but then you like want to ask them like, hey, this tight knit fabric, do Trumpers have a place in your in your little fabric? And they're like, oh, God, no, you know, you can be a part of my society if you're not one of them uh, or homeless. That's also my barrier. How do you treat the homeless? You say the Skirball Center is a place where humanity meets love, but, you know. You gonna let uh you gonna let the unhoused sleep on your property? I think not, says a security guard every five feet. So but they were it was all good people. Art wasn't there. We weren't we weren't prized with the puss stash, unfortunately. He's up in the high desert, big bear spring like skiing, fifty nine degrees. Look at this guy. Uh, as we do uh, get in the spring by uh, next week there. So again This guy looks like his kid was supposed to do the weather, so he's like, God damn it, I always gotta cover for you. He's out there out in Yucca Valley. Hi, I'm someone's stepdad. And we're doing weather on the ones. Mark. Uh, so rain chances, a very slight chance there. Again, mainly it'll be uh, s- Saturday. Can I, can I take that back? We got a s- s- slight chance. One, two, three. There is this one thing back in the day. Let me see if I could find that. I love a good fucking weatherman having a fucking malfunction. Let's see here. TV news guy. One two three this is an old video this is the thing about the internet a lot of these fucking old old internet videos just don't exist anymore it was this guy doing a a fucking report like on the the grasses of kansas and he's like here today one two three he just keeps resetting but i think he's live one two three fail i don't think it exists anymore Gotta get people on them classic internet videos. Ooh, we got two TV news meltdown bloopers. Let's pop this on here. You never know where this show's gonna lead. This is why you do it. Prime time news. First, start your truck on camera Fox. one and wipe camera one. Standby camera two and dissolve camera two. Cue them. Standby hey, X. Thanks for joining us. First off, Rolex. Oh my God! There's nothing in there. There's nothing in there. There's no tape. There's no tape. Okay, forget it. Stand by. One, give me. We'll stay right here. We'll stay right here. We'll stay right here. One, give me a single of Susan. We're not recording. Let's film her tits. 
Quickly, oh, one, quickly, one. Stand by camera one. But first, on Fox tonight, uh, Keep it right here. Keep it right here. Let's all just put the camera on them and quit. We've, we're going to be fired. Let's just all leave. Stand by A. We have no tape. So they're not taping. The news, for people listening, the news is going, but they're not, they're not recording it. Keep them right here. Keep them right here. We have no tape. We have no tape. Stand by. We're going to come, we're going to come out. We're going to go on and get it later. Stand by. Cue them. Cue them to two. We're going on to shooting. story for you in a moment. Yeah, we'll try to get that for you in a couple Keep it right minutes. here. One pick up. Also, oh, God. This one in North Carolina. Check your focus, camera one. Quit fucking doing the news, guys. With three guns, started shooting Ready at B? Do we have Our anybody in tape yet? Nolan, Nolan, Nolan. Roll B, roll B. Nothing's loaded. Nothing is loaded. Keep Nobody's right sitting here. here. Keep it right here. One, give me, a, one give me a shot of Marianne on a car. Please, God damn it! What if he just starts fighting? You just hear fucking phys physicality happen in the background. Give me an insert on one. Give me an insert on one. Pull out one. Hold right there. Ready one. The man is Ready one. in custody tonight. Turn her over to one. Take one. Turn to one. We're in. We're in a package. Budget reacts. Budget reacts. Just see. Just me. Quickly. Sixty-five. It's not Boy, what the fuck? Who's a tank person for Christ? Oh, this is great. Just me. Quickly, uh, 65, it's not loaded, 65. Quickly, coming to B, I'm loading it now. In, in where? B, give her a stretch, give her a stretch. Stretch it to Big stretch. Roll it, roll B, roll B. Give her the stretch, they're not goddamn Broadway actors, they don't know the stretch symbol. Sounds like my uncle's back there trying to run the news. Hey boy, let's just go on. Hates figure out what you want to do and then tell me. Stand by at 19, we need a glory. I don't know. Check your board. Stand by. Stand by to toss the first weather. Stand by. Someone just throw a goddamn VHS tape in there. Is this the whole thing? But don't get near the white one. Was a really. Well, the heat, it might have actually gotten warmer otherwise, but I'll tell you what, temperatures, you just saw my shorts there, I'll step forward here, the temperatures were up to 104 degrees in Delta, that was a record, same thing in Tooele. Well, the heat, it might have actually gotten warmer otherwise, but I'll tell you what, temperatures, <laughs> you just saw my shorts there, I'll step He's forward He's rocking here. shorts, look at him. Up to he had a time the night before, huh? Look at that. Can you see that shortage? Here, let me go to my fucking big cam here, so you can maybe you can see some of that short. I'll tell you what, temperatures... Rock in the shorts. <clears throat> my man was playing 18 before he did the weather report. So that's not that interesting, you know? Sometimes things don't turn out that interesting. That's the double-edged sword of TV here. Let's go to the box. Let's go to the box. March 25th to catch our special All right. Got some prices right. Drew Carey prices right. My business, Ma. Money's tight. Still, for $9.95 a month. Let's run it through. don't have a good excuse, do I? I'm Jonathan for Colonial Pen Life Insurance Company. If you're age 50 to 85, just $9.95. Got it. Just called Latina Kids. Oh my God. Is this Spanish Jesus? Is 
Is, is he dying? Is this like 127 minutes, but with Jesus? He's about to get his arm stuck between two rocks and he's got to blade it. So let's do so let's get into the the show show here. So we were talking about uh the NFL stuff that happened here. So Deshaun Watson um is now a Cleveland Brown and if we're going to recall here dismiss that our good friend Colin Coward over at the herd uh, had some predictions about where he thought Deshaun was going to go to. Um, and let's see, let's see his initial uh, when, when the news broke that Deshaun Watson was definitely going to be dealt. Um, now, now knowing that he went to uh, here, let me try and find this here. Colin Cowherd. Because uh, for if we don't know the whole the last whole year, Colin Coward was all about Deshaun Watson going to the fucking Miami Dolphins. In fact, we'll pull that up right now. This is Colin Coward talking about why it's such a great move for the Miami Dolphins. Miami's the place. It's the hu- the hub of the South. Make a note on that. I think he marks about how important Miami is to the South. And it'll happen. Miami, Stephen owner, uh, Ross, the owner, wants to get resolution on some legal stuff. But Carol- Some legal stuff. You know, the, the rape. The Houston Texans have agreed to terms, draft picks, and all that stuff. And from- Can you imagine Cowherd talking about rape? You know, it's a tricky subject. You know, Brian Callen's a personal friend of mine. What you read- uh, you know, they didn't have to give up nearly as much for Deshaun Watson. Um, if he did not have a mess, uh, legally staring him in the face, a mess. I tell you what was a mess is those fucking uh, massage therapists having to clean up after he came out of the office. But this is what's interesting about this: is that um, when you're young, they call it a kingmaker. Uh, when-, when you're young, you like to get cranked off by your physical therapist. When you're young in any field, you're a young football coach, you're a young broadcaster. This is Colin pontificating because he doesn't actually know what he's going to say. So he's going to try and talk about fucking, you know, kingmakers and, you know, growing up in the rural desert of Arizona and how that relates to fucking franchise quarterbacks. Master, you're in politics, you're at a law firm. You need a kingmaker. You need somebody that believes in you. Because when you're young, your career is kind of turbulent and you make more mistakes. When you're you- young, you got to suck dick. No one respects you. You got to make allies that you're eventually going to let down. Like I did. You know what I mean? Like you don't dress as good as everybody else and you, I didn't have any money and I look crappy in a cheap tie and you need somebody that believes in you. And it's very interesting Jesus. in my being a cheap tie and you need somebody that pulls in you. I didn't have any money and I look crappy in a cheap tie. And that's what he thinks of young black people. You, I didn't have any money and I look crappy in a cheap tie. And you need somebody else. What do you think about the, the young black kid in America, Colin? You, I didn't have any money and I look crappy in a cheap tie. And Get your fucking tie game right, blacks. You need somebody that believes in you. And it's very interesting in Miami whether or not 
the Deshaun Watson thing happens, Tua is officially not it in Miami. It's too public. I think it's official that Tua is the guy. I think the the coach of the the new coach Mike McDaniel has come out and said, "I can fucking make Tua, I can make Tua dance, baby." So this is point against Colin right here is that Tua's gone. Tua's gone. He hates Tua. I mean, we think we know what he thinks about Tua right here. We'll go back to it. This is what Colin thinks about Tua Tagovailoa. Turbulent, and you make more mistakes, and you, you know what I mean? Like, you don't dress as good as everybody else, and you, I didn't have any money, and I look crappy in a cheap tie, and you need somebody that believes. Yeah, get your, get to get it together, Tua. Believes in you. And it's very interesting in Miami, whether or not the Deshaun Watson thing happens, Tua's officially not it in Miami. It didn't it's- happen. Not only did the, did the Deshaun Watson thing not happen in Miami, Tua is the guy in Miami. Too public. I hope they win a Super Bowl and he comes on and fucking caves Colin Scullin with the Vince Lombardi trophy. Miami, it, it's, they know, everybody knows. And here's what's fascinating. Tua's been given 13 starts for a rebuilding team, right? We don't think this is a complete team. It's a rebuilding team. Here is number. We? Who the fuck is we? Numbers. 66% <clears throat> completion percentage. Almost that different. logo is atrocious, though. That new Dolphins fucking weird fucking Gen Z Dolphin that they got. 90 passer rating, 18 TDs, 19 picks. Zach Wilson would die for those. Justin Fields would die for those. You Dan- leave my guy Justin out of it. Daniel Jones in his first 13 starts would die for those. So, like, they're bailing on him? And by the way, they, they probably bailed seven starts ago. Why? Number one is because he's black and doesn't dress well. Look at that war paint. You trust that walking down the street in your neighborhood? He never got any momentum. The injury were year three. It was it was not the first year. It was year nine. Just not against Saban. And so when you have great, okay, here we go. It shrinks people. I mean, do you know how many coaches have been fired in the SEC? But he made throws. Josh can't. And Mahomes made throws. He can't. And Mahomes and Russell Wilson. Josh Rosen in Arizona only got 13 starts, too. And in those 13 starts, he was on the same field as Aaron Rodgers, Mahomes, and Russell Wilson. And when you put those guys on the field with Josh Rosen... Here, let's try and get... There's more Colin talking about fucking... Uh, talking about Tua and Deshaun here. Deshaun Watson situation in Miami, and this person said, you know, everybody thinks it's all done for Tua. <laughs> but he said, everybody doesn't think that. You are pushing these narratives every day. He, You're the radio guy, Colin. I threw this at me, and so I'm just going to relay this. Here's another thing, too, is and Pat McAfee does this, and I love Pat. They always will, and I think this is kind of the problem with journalism in a way, is, you know, there's... A lot of people back in the day, sources were so rare. Like if you had an actual, I got a source, I got a guy. Now Twitter's a guy. Everyone's got a guy. You can find out information about everything. So when these people come on and they say like, well, I got a source, important guy in the NFL who says this. How do you know he's not lying to you? How do you know Aaron Rodgers isn't lying to Pat McAfee? How do you know Tom Pelissero isn't blowing fucking smoke up your ass so you look like a dipshit on live television so they can then come out and go like, oh, see, everyone had it wrong. I have the right information. So I always take with an expert with a grain of salt when they say I was texting with fucking 
Jim Bufano, the fucking athletic director, said, look at Miami's schedule. He said, Tua just played his best two games as a pro. He said, go look Colin at Miami's really schedule. really just doesn't like Tua Tagovailoa. I've done this before. No, they're very impatient. So that is an, an example number one of Colin just flat out saying, it's fucking, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's Miami or it's nothing. So then we'll find when the Cleveland and Atlanta thing came up, what he said about Deshaun, you know, Cleveland is the fucking move here. Cleveland's absolute, or, uh, d- or well, Atlanta's Schreiber, the move. Uh, was the first to break it this morning. The Atlanta Falcons are officially in the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes. Now, this is my favorite thing about Colin. Now, we saw how passionate he was about the Miami Deshaun situation. Drug to a tag of Iloa under the bus just to make it certain that his point about Deshaun going to Miami was valid. And so there's so many working parts to Colin's bullshit. Now let's see. And he always defends it by saying, well, I got a radio show every day. We'll have some integrity and talk about the same. Find a new way to talk about the same opinion every day. It's called having, you know, sports integrity. Joy has it. Joy figures out new ways to make the same points. Now, they could give Houston for a year Matt Ryan's contract, uh, which is not a bad guy for Davis Mills, the young kid to learn from. So Schrager, now Fox Sports, joins us live. So you were the first on the Atlanta story. And, that, and by the way, he's from that area. So I always thought Carolina was the leader because he's an ACC legend. Yeah, that's another thing. Anywhere where the fucking the leak comes, Carolina's any any favorite. Colin will talk about how that's the fucking gem move to go. Miami's the fucking it's glitch. It's glamour. It's the rock, you know, Samoan teenagers to jerk you off in the in the Panthers footprint. But Atlanta makes as much sense to me. So you tell me the latest on Deshaun. Yeah, look, it goes down like this. Uh, New Orleans and Carolina emerged as the leaders. Is this in all this Schrager? Thing. And I'm, I'm talking to you now from my bunker. If you're watching on. <laughs> I want to get the one where he talks about fucking he really fucking cheeses over. OK, here we go. Brady, you know. I thought he was going to stay retired because Tom's very detailed and planned out. He's not kind of an same uh, the OBJ stuff. And now the Cleveland media has turned on Baker unfairly, in my opinion, because he was beat up at the end of the year. I kind of supported him down the stretch. Deshaun Watson, Atlanta. Colin, I'm trying to find the right clip here for you guys. You know, we want to we want to make fun of the right thing. Here we go. Three days ago. There's other ones here. Let me look in my history. Because I was watching it. I watch a lot of YouTube, guys. He did. Did he pull it down? He was going on about how, uh, I think this is the one. Yeah, I think this is the one. So, and we see it in sports. People seek validation, not, you know, information. A month ago, two months ago, I was. A month ago, I was spewing some bullshit that I was going to change my opinion on. Telling you that Andrew Barry, the GM of the Cleveland Browns, was exhausted by Maker Mayfield and Maker Bayfield. I was told they would look at who 
of the Cleveland Browns was exhausted by Maker Mayfield. And- Who's Maker Mayfield? Who? Who's the quarterback of the Cleveland Browns? Barry, the GM of the Cleveland Browns, was exhausted by Maker Mayfield, and I was told they would. Of the Cleveland Browns was exhausted by Maker Mayfield, and I was told they would look at options, though I wasn't sure they could. Those would come to fruition. He probably said that for two seconds. I don't think you know. He puts up the YouTube videos. You can track it. I don't think Colin ever was beating the drum of of that. He talks shit about the Browns all day. He likes Stefanski, hates Baker, Mary probably jerks off to Kozar's daughter. A Cabot attacked by Browns fans. A legitimate reporter for 20 years has been reporting for multiple weeks. You hire the better chef, got a better restaurant. The way it works. And a lot of people see this as attacking Baker. It's not. I've said before, he's a franchise quarterback. He's not getting you the Super which has become the ammo football conference. Let's take the top 10 quarterbacks. Now, I put him in roughly. I don't think that's it. Trying to find the one. He's, he goes on and on about how the fucking, you know, Atlanta's the Hollywood of the South. Uh, so I'd be interested to see how he fucking plays this out. We're definitely going to cover that on Sunday. Um, I really want to find this video. Should have found it before. I apologize, guys. Go back to the history here. Hmm. How far deep do I go? I don't know if it happened too far before this. Brown's interest in Deshaun Watson. Um, what? Oh, fuck. Roughly the order, roughly not exact. I think yeah, Mahomes. I can't find the one, but he, he was cheesing about how important Atlanta was. You know, you rape a girl, you want to go home. That would be my move. If I raped a girl, I would want to go home and cower. That was like his fucking reasoning of why Deshaun Watson was going to go to Atlanta. Locked it down. Atlanta's the Hollywood of the South, which is actually true. I think Oprah's down there. Tyler Perry's building his own little Amazon movie warehouse down there. So he's not wrong about that. But, you know, Pepsi Delta. He always throws Delta Airlines out there. He's got fucking a deal with them. He gets fucking miles every time he says Delta on the air. Pintar a mano es más valioso. Oh, sí. We're back to Latina oh, kids. No se parece nada a un bosque. Mm. We had another move. We could do that. I'm interested in that, actually. So, uh, my guy Mitchell Trubisky, we know I'm a Bears fan here. Mitchell Trubisky, pre-Justin Fields, was my guy. I stumped for Mitch Trubisky. Uh, terrible quarterback. Um, but Colin... Uh, he, let's see what he said when Mitchell Trubisky signed with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Chase Claypool. Okay, those are really good receivers. Better than he had in Chicago. You got a better tight end? He's already, we're mid-Colin trying to fucking backpedal. 
This is this is called mid backpedaling right here live. This is Keith Pazel. This is where you see. This is where we really show you. Look how beautiful Joy Taylor is. She needs to be. This needs to be the Joy with Joy Taylor. Johnson, um, Deontay Johnson, Chase. Chase Claypool. Okay, those are really good receivers. Better than he had in Chicago. He got a better tight end than he had in Chicago. Running arguably, back. he's got uh, running back about about the same. I like Najee Harris. I better like titties. Him. We know he likes licking titties. Better titties in Chicago as much as everybody else, but he's good. Uh, by the way, in Chicago, O line was an issue. In Pittsburgh, O line is kind of an issue. It's the same team. The difference is he started. Trubisky started with John Fox, defensive coach, and got Matt Nagy and made the playoffs. The roster makeup's the same. Good defense, except Pittsburgh's got better wide receivers and a tight end. But I would say Chicago was defense, a little bit of a running game, shaky O-line, and Mitch Trubisky's athletic ability was very valuable with the Bears' average O-line. Pittsburgh's o He All he did was talk about how Trubisky was fucking limited. So here, let's, let's try and find a video. Uh, Colin Coward, Mitch Trubisky, Bears. Let's see what his tune was when he was on the Bears. This is 2019 Colin Coward. the best game in the NFL was Kansas City at Los Angeles. When Jared Goff outplayed Patrick Mahomes. And everybody knows Mahomes is ridiculous. But after that game, when Sean McVay, the winning coach of the Rams, was driving home, that's one of those moments where Les Snead calls him and says, we got our guy. Jared Goff got a contract extension. Look how specific he was. That's when Sean McVay crushes a fucking White Claw, probably fingers his girlfriend, gets in his 1997 Mitsubishi Galan. He's a humble guy. Les Snead calls him on his flip phone. McVay's got a flip phone because he's so into his... He just gets so specific. Just say when he's on his way home. You don't have to get into his detailed trip. Does he take the 405, Colin? And on that game. Our guy went toe-to-toe with Patrick Mahomes and outplayed him. That got him the contract. That was the phone call. That moment. Last night, Mitch Trubisky, and he is painfully limited. And painfully limited. Painfully limited. Painfully limited. Versus, versus this. Johnson, um, Deontay Johnson, Chase. Chase Claypool. Okay, those are really good receivers. Better than he had in Chicago. He got a better tight end than he had in Chicago. Painfully limited. Running Arguably. Back. He's got a uh, running back about, about the same. I like Najee Harris. I don't like him as much as everybody else, but I, he's good. Uh, by the way... Here, let's make, a, let's make a Colin mashup. This will be fun. This will be so fun. Watch. Watch this. In Chicago, O-line was... Fuck. Fucking Google Snap fucking me over right here. Last night, Mitch Trubisky, and he is painfully limited. There's an issue. In Pittsburgh, he's good. Uh... About, about the same. I like Najee Harris. I don't like him as much as everybody else, but I, he's good. Uh, by the way, in Chicago, O-line was an issue. In Pitt Really, was it? Fully limited. And Matt Knight, Mitch Trubisky, and he is painfully limited.
Pittsburgh O-line. Okay, here we go. It's kind of an issue. It's the same team. Matt Nagy is one of the, and he is painfully limited. The different Pittsburgh O-line is kind of an issue. It's the same team. The difference is he started, Trubisky started with John Fox, defensive coach, and got Matt Nagy and made the playoffs. The roster makeup's the same. Good defense, except Pittsburgh's got better wide receivers and a tight end. But I would say Chicago was defense, a little bit of a running game, shaky O-line, and Mitch Trubisky's athletic ability was very valuable. And Matt Knight, Mitch Trubisky, and he is painfully limited. What's, what, do you, what, what is it, Colin? Is he painfully limited or was it the team? So that's that's what he that's how he backpedaled on fucking my guy Mitchell Trubisky. We'll see how the season plays out if Mitch fucking tears ass, if he licks titty all over Pittsburgh. Uh let's see what Colin said about Brady returning. Albert Breer is good as this one he actually to- called a little bit. I think he I think Colin might have been up and up on this one. He didn't flop too hard about Brady coming. This Monday morning quarterback. Look how much he fucking really cheeses. If you can't see on the video, it says where Colin was right about Aaron Rodgers and wrong about Tom Brady. All right. He's fucking copping and backpedaling here. Albert Breer, as good as anybody in this business, return. I'm not surprised. You're, you're done. How terrible is that fucking is that? This is Fox Sports. Get a fucking good drop here. Listen to this. Albert Breer, as good as anybody in this business, Monday morning quarterback. Um, is that a Pro Tools fucking default? Let's start with Brady's return to the Bucks. I mean, you're you're dialed into Tom as well as anybody. How surprised were you? I'm not surprised that he's coming back. I am surprised it happened this quickly. Like I, I, I really thought when he retired, he clearly left the door open. Good setup. Throw a sound dampener back there for Christ's sakes. Open. I mean, we can. Ooh, what DVDs do we got back here? Can I zoom here? Can't zoom in. Got a series. Got a Argue, couple uh, Blu-rays, but those are classic DVDs. Albert Breer got a classic DVD collection. It looks like we got Constantine right there. Got a copy of Vanilla Sky starring Tom Cruise. Whether or not that thing was messy intentionally or unintentionally, but one Green Bay. Well, they just paid their quarterback more. You know, I'm watching these teams get better. Um, you know, depending on where Deshaun Watson goes, maybe a Carolina, the Chargers are better. All right. Denver's obviously better. This is I am done with Colin. Um, let's move on to the American Television League. Uh, let's try and find some fucking TV League shows that are on right now on the actual television. Do do a quick channel surf. Reset here. It's all about resetting. We were, of course, watching Latino Kids. Oh, here we go. We got a new episode of Chicago Fire. Ooh. Premier League, this is British football happening. Leeds beat Wolves. That means nothing to the American listeners, but Leeds are like, um, Let's see, who was like a shit team that was decent, like supposed to be good, but it just didn't work out in the NFL. It's uh, it's kind of like the New York Giants. They're kind of like the Giants where they're this like important team and they just got back in the Premier League 
and it just hasn't worked out for him. For the ball. And with Jimenez already on the Let's yellow. see, I thought it was going to be an episode of Chicago Fire. Let's see what's going on with the NCAA Men's Tournament here. What do we got? 63. These arenas just sound so empty. I mean, they are in San Diego, so they could be a little... They could be still being COVID-y. Which is weird, because San Diego is like fucking... Daryl Issa conservative turf. I didn't think they even thought it was a figment of the imagination down there. You can hear the, the echo reverberating off those metal bleachers. That was the thing about the no fans is they really did have a better... The, the recorded sound is a better noise. So Notre Dame is going to upset Alabama. No surprise there. What do we got here? Try and find one of a. Uh, can put on some Feld. Business was a no-brainer. I get fast, reliable Ooh, service. Ooh, let's make fun of a little. Uh, For delivering your own pizza to yourself. So I'll get into some stuff here. So Gray's Anatomy uh, stayed hot at number one. Um, let's see. It's got a 64.81 super rating remaining. Number one NCIS shot up a little bit, tied it for two seconds until I added the additional three points that Grey's Anatomy got for, uh, for the, it's a, it's social media performance. Um, cause it is, it is a wallpaper show after all. It's, it's the show that like, so your use and your squid games, they get these big pops because they drop all their episodes right away. Um, but then after you're done with that, after you're done with Squid Game and the shows that are actually really good, you're going to your NCISs and your Grey's Anatomies that have 247,000 episodes for you to catch up on. And they got the Hulu ones. Who knows if we get involved, if Hulu cracks into the fucking main, we could be getting two Grey's Anatomies. That would be huge. If someone binged the season 18 that's on Hulu enough to where it would chart on the ratings and it charts on Netflix and you got we could be having a three source dude gray's anatomy really is a fucking juggernaut frame it with roses and little twinkle lights um and we'll get into that a little later the gray's anatomy news they just had a writer exposed for lying about we'll get into it now actually might is fucking well we got winnie here winnie cooper winnie cooper is the queen winnie cooper and candace cameron beret are the queens of fucking Hallmark. Hallmark really did hit a home run there. They were like, what do people love? The 90s. Who did people jerk off to in the 90s? Winnie and fucking DJ Tanner. Next, they add Topanga. They got the fucking trifecta. Along there, and speakers over here in the back. An intellectual that I met last night at the Skirball Center said he was going to listen to the show, and, you know, I hope you like it. Song? For your first dance. So we got a matchmaking thing happening here. I'm going to guess the plot. Um, we got Winnie and this fucking guy who do we have a double date mix up? Let's hear the music. Come on, everyone. I brought our song. Can't wait to hear it. How is that? Forced to work together. Two wedding planners learn that opposites can produce the most unexpected results. It really is the same dichotomy. Two people that don't really dig each other get thrown into a random competition or situation or bet. And, you know, they learn about love. Championships, they played it over the PA. 
Oh, let's put a pin in that. Still so unbelievably I winning. That might work. It'd be funny if the teacher comes in and they're like, get the hell out of my ballet studio. They just fucking guerrilla journalism this. Hell yeah, we got a little Lone Star Law, baby. Push that head down and don't curl your fingers until you know he's you got him pushed down all the way. Yes. Now I'm going to put my, you don't put your dick in there and let put his tongue out. When he presents you with his tongue, you put your nuts on it. So we're at a commercial break. I can get into this. Um, let's get into this here. So Grey's Anatomy writer suspended after allegedly fabricating medical history. So the thing about Grey's Anatomy is they, uh, hold on. I got to fucking log in like a cock. They make you log in. This is what the Riverside Records not going to do. It's going to be easy to log in on Larry's newspaper. I'll tell you that it'll remember your information. Um, so Grey's Anatomy has actual like medical people, right? For the show. It's how they can explain all, it's how they can explain away all of the impossible fucking shit that they do on Grey's Anatomy. I mean, Meredith Grey was dead for fucking three and a half days for Christ's sakes, four episodes. I shit you not four episodes. She stayed in a fucking hyperbolic, hyperbaric fucking hypothermia coma. And you know, she came out in the end and apparently, well, the writers are actually doctors so this probably happened. Um, so you got this girl, Elizabeth Finch. Elizabeth with an S. That's a dead giveaway. Elizabeth. What is she? Is she Spanish? Uh, Elizabeth Finch, a 44-year-old writer who has worked on the series since 2014. Wow. Eight years of lies, baby. Uh, is alleged to an embellished elements of her life. What, that she was actually a doctor of any kind? Um, fixing the camera here. Um, some of which have been incorporated into her writing. No shit on the Shonda Rhimes produced show. Um, a story by trade newsletter, the Ankler. That sounds like some sort of fishing publication. Uh, Finch is often detailed her ailments and distressing experiences, which including being diagnosed with a rare form of bone cancer. Uh, not a terrible lie. If you've, if you give it enough fucking birth between like, Oh, it was 20 years ago, had a bit of bone cancer, having an abortion while undergoing chemotherapy. That's a little bit of an, you know, I had an abortion while undergoing chemotherapy while being held up in a bus that was careening off a cliff and Keanu Reeves came in, delivered the baby, saved the bus and we both lived. And now we're fucking with a child. Um, that's like, now it's getting crazier and a misdiagnosis by a doctor, probably a white doctor who doesn't understand in personal essays for publications like Elle, The Hollywood Reporter, and websites, and the website for Shonda Rhimes' production company, which she's vlogging for fucking Shondaland. Uh, only Elizabeth can speak to her personal story, a Shondaland spokesperson said. That's how much corporate Shonda Rhimes is. They can't even, they'll just kill, who, they'll make this bitch a character and kill her on the show, because that's how Shonda does people. You're going to get murked, Elizabeth. Oh, that was a fucking typo. They threw a Z right here. The S was a request from comment uh, for comment from showrunner Krista Vernoff was not immediately returned. Um, so she also wrote on the Vampire Diaries. Who knows what kind of lies she exposed onto there? No ordinary family in True Blood. Uh, but I like when this happens. I'd like to see it happen more because it does happen. I mean, we've talked about it with Abbott Elementary. Abbott Elementary is a new show uh, in the fucking television league. Uh, not number one, but it's in the television league and the idea was stolen from one of my friends, uh, not going to out his bullshit. I don't think he wants to be involved in, you know, he's very much a part of Hollywood. I don't want to, 
Um, but if you're a fan of Chicago comedy and you know of any Chicago comedians who used to be teachers who wrote bits about being teachers in, uh, in the hood, uh, you know who I'm talking about. And he said to me at the comedy store, you know, I submitted the pilot. Like I gave them a pilot where I was a teacher fucking, they even stole his bit about roasting students. So people are doing it on shows. They're stealing people's ideas and developing shows, successful shows off the backs of them. Um, so that's one thing to talk to look at there. Um, look at me just fucking all over the place here. This is going to be do a little one fucking uh, do a little channel surfing while we talk about this haunted towns. Travel Channel just needs to change. They're travel. It's all ghosts. The whole thing. That's the thing about these ghost shows. They all have haunted towns, haunted mansions, haunted hotels, but it's all just a dude in a room. Straight jacketed. That'd be funny if, if he couldn't see anything and someone came in and just started urinating on his face. It's like I'm getting pissed on. It even tastes like piss. Oh my god. So we got these lobotomy tools. We're going to go in there and just start throwing knives at this motherfucker. Uh, Squid Game's moved up. Um, just throwing it over there. Squid Game's moved up with social media points. If, when Crocious gets back to do a proper episode, I'm going to get... There's, gonna, there's a new social media component to the TV League. I found a website which gathers all of the social media data that these shows collect. Um, and we're going to include that into the super rating. So we've gotten rid of the wins and loss aspect because there's more variations of how you could win points in this league now. Chicago Med, Chicago Fire, all move up. Be positive, Bull, Yellowstone. Yellowstone made its league debut solely off the back of social media points so far. So let's see where Yellowstone is here. Um, Yellowstone is 71. Paramount, uh, 20.38 super rating. Only going to climb up more because it's a very social media show. All my old family members, old, I say that loosely. All the old fucks in my life love a good fucking Yellowstone. Survivor debuted. Um, Transplant, Kung Fu, Courtship, Domino Masters, Thing About Pam, all debuted. Um, of course, we talked about the courtship. I'm going to save some hardcore courtship making fun of. Um, for Crocious being here. Um, what else happened? Uh, Shark Take did an overnight comeback. Undercover Boss made an overnight comeback. Uh, 2020 Blue Bloods and Magnum PI all rise. The Rookie took a rise. Uh, 60 Minutes gets three points, but didn't move. But it did gain three points, but it stayed locked in because it was more than three away from its nearest competitor. Rick and Morty debuted in the Super League or in the Television League. I don't see it lasting it's interesting to see what makes these things pop like maybe a new season of rick and morty actually debuted on adult swim so people had to catch up a lot of times that's the case with this stuff uh but then we're moving into week 26 the bachelor again saw an increase um i think we might close about watching the bachelor stuff here um miss mazel made its league debut uh, inventing Anna and Love is Blind all debuted and uh, rose because they we went through two weeks of uh, online ratings. So Inventing Anna is so basic. Inventing Anna's on there. Um, we'll watch all. I'm going to save these notes, but I'm just seeing catching you up on how, what's moving up here. Beyond the Edge debuted on CBS. This show, I don't necessarily know what it is. Let's see what Beyond the Edge is. 
the edge. Trailer. Uh, let's see. Ooh, Jody Sweeten and Colton Underwood. Another reality show. It's always a fucking reality show. Let's go to this. Beyond the Edge. Oh, is this a different show? CBS. Here we go. All right. Here we go. Beyond the Edge. Debuted this week. Here it is. Beyond the Edge has brought together a group of celebrities. My fucking guy. The fucking bipolar rock and roller. Moro Ranello, I'm on board. This show needs to fucking rise. I'll put it in the league right now just off the back of fucking Moro. ...test themselves in the Panamanian jungle. Any challenge, I'm down for. Ray Lewis, oh, he's about to be murking motherfuckers off. You goddamn right he's giving this to charity. His whole life is to charity now. Look at him, that Super Bowl ring. Literally murdered a guy. You can't see his Super Bowl ring. My fucking box is covering it, but he's wearing his Super Bowl ring. Uh, he murdered someone the day before he won that. As long as it's not swimming in water where there's creatures. Well, you know, because black people don't swim. I think the most difficult part, the bugs. So we got Celebrity Survivor, essentially. This is my Dude, we got Meta World Peace. You better make sure you fucking... I know you can't have things from the outside world, but I think Meta World Peace needs like medication to not be bipolar this could be get interesting you have a bipolar person a legit murderer and a former meth head so far on this show this is awesome first time in the jungle i don't know what's gonna happen the longer they stay in the inhospitable environment the more money they raise for their charities the charity that i'm playing for is the legacy foundation i have a big vision and goal for this they're all foundation. rehabs they're all fucking playing for rehabs I raised a bunch of money in the jungle. It's going to be an amazing thing. In the jungle, Beyond baby! Are broken down into three stages, and at each stage, you will be. Man, I wonder how much they're paying Moro for this. Moro should be getting a handsome salary for this shit. Emotionally, and I'll suffer a little bit physically. If I can make it through today, I can make it. I mean, it may not be pretty, but I'm going to finish. Fucking Mike Singletary. They threw Singletary in there? They need a guy to fucking Bible people up. Singletary will be the Bible verse guy. Another day is up to them. And you know they're going to get him to pull his pants down. What's up with the NFL mix? I'm done. I love how it's su superb athletes and Jody Sweeten. And go home. I truly believe that you will never touch a certain level of greatness until your comfort zone is disturbed. Me suffering for a few weeks is worth the good that could come from this and the money I could raise. Just I'm literally going to fucking die. Ray Lewis, if I get murdered by Ray Lewis for charity, I'll be a legend. To work together to We're going to convince Ray Lewis to murder one of these people. You're not going to know when it's going to happen. Uh, with, the, with the father figure and to have every man here step up with protection is a big deal for me. This is a concept of unity, a competition, both intertwined, that unlike anything that has ever been done. It's not unlike anything that's ever been done. It's every fucking show, except for you got fucking people with problems on here, is what I got from it. Um, so yeah, that's the, that's the new show. That's the new Sibis show. Go back to the box. Going back to the box. Nitty's here with us. Preparing to insert this inside the patient's 
cranium. Inside the patient's mouth. Here we go. Got a criminal minds here. Here's what I'll try and find. Try and find Let's some of this. Street. Let's get into some bachelor stuff to, to close out the second back half back here. You killed the second woman 10 years ago as well, but you don't remember her name. That's what I said. So we had some interesting stuff happen here on uh, the finale. So let's see. Let's get into a recap of what happened here. You had this asshole Colton. He had three girls left. Susie, Rachel, and Gabby. Okay. He, and this is, I'm going to get in, lay out the situation, and I'm going to think what I think Colton's strategy was behind this, because these shows are very much drama-free, usually, and the drama's fucking lame. So I think Colton made a strong play. He knew how strong him and Susie's love was, because they're together right now. They fucking lasted. So, he tells Susie, third to last episode, I am in love with you. Um, so here's, here's what happened with Susie. So Susie is like his fucking number one, but he was also in love with Gabby and Rachel. So he had a situation with Susie and here it was. Switch this here. All right. Get into this. Went through a wild journey and... You know, from the moment that you stepped out, I was... He's got that chin. That's the chin of a kid who used to have a lisp. I used to talk like this, and then I became six foot five with a thunderous cock. Uh, so, you know, I got that douche chin now. Incredibly blown away. And over time, like, I started to see sides of you that I realized were beyond, like, anything that I could have imagined. He says that to... They say that to uh, this is just beyond anything I've ever imagined. I'm just so hopeful. I know that we're the one. And it's just you and me here because, like, I don't want anything else. And I want you to know that I'm so fully committed into, like, showing you how much I love you and how, like, I will never stop fighting for you. And I know that I can't take back what I've done. And I take full accountability for it. So before this, he told Susie that he was also in love with Gabby and Rachel and that he fucking banged Gabby and Rachel. Now, Susie's a fucking soldier. So she kind of took it like any hoe would just like, you know, fuck you. I, I don't need this shit right now. That's essentially what she does is I don't need this shit right now. Like, I just want you to know if you ever question how like I can prove it if you just give me the chance. Um, like, whew. like, she knows how good that fucking painter was getting your letter, reading your words and hearing you right now. I can't even tell you how much it meant to me and like how powerful your words were. And like, I truly believe every word of them. See, this is when he knows. Here's my fucking opinion beyond be with this. And this is kind of my honest opinion of how people play TV. I think Colton knew, like, this season's kind of a fucking drag. I also know that me and this Susie girl are fucking, we're a goddamn match made in heaven. So I'm going to throw a little wrench in this 
and I'm going to tell Susie, I'm going to fuck these other two girls. And then I'm going to tell Susie because it is going to be great television. This was the talk of the town last week. Fucking putting up euphoria tweet numbers. This fucking finale. Um, So I think he took a risk. He took a risk on love and said, I'm so confident that I'm going to end up with Susie. I'm going to break this bitch's heart for the good of fucking television. You know what I'm saying? It's all about. Remember this. Good ratings didn't get this newsman where he is today. You know, it's all about them good ratings. So he was like, I'm going to throw a purposeful wrench into this because I know she's going to come back. Um, yeah. here, here, how's, here's how Susie it just, took like, it. just reiterated like the person that you truly are. You are this incredible person that I have seen this whole time. This person that this incredible person that fucks like three girls all the time and then admits it. That's so honorable that you admitted that you cheated on me. Like, I know you are like, I, I still believe it. I just know it to be true. And there's no doubt about our connection. The love that I have for you in my heart, like it's so real. And I know that you have it too. I love the reactions. Watch the reaction of people when she fucking, um, we're going to, we're going to get into a lot here because people don't like Colton. And so when she fucking breaks his heart, look at this fucking bitch's smile right here. Look at you, you fucking conniving audience member. This is the face of a girl who has just, it's not, it hasn't worked out for her either. Maybe she wanted to be a contestant on the show. Maybe she loves Colton as well. Uh, So she's harboring some feelings. So watch her switch of just fucking bitchy best friend approval when Susie fucking drops the hammer here. Look at that. Oh my God, he's such a fucking dork. I don't feel like the kind of love I have for you. Oh, you're such a loser. Look at her. She's just like, we fucking got you. We fucking got you. Wait till the fucking finale and watch the fucking turn of these fucking conniving bitches. Now is the kind of love that you have for me right now. Like you have an unconditional love of somebody that you want to spend a lifetime with. And like people love watching heartbreak. That's not where I'm at. Like they always build these shows as like, it's about love. It's about finding love. We're going to go back to the Victorian time back when you fucking traded women for land and romance was the real deal. And, but it's really all about just watching pain. That's why I do it. I have made the decision to leave Iceland alone. It doesn't make it like an easy decision. It's devastating if I'm being honest, but like, I've thought this through and like, I, I don't think that I'm your person and like, and I don't think that you're mine, but it doesn't like, well, he knows that you are and he, he knows that this is all going to work out. Old cult, old trust, old culty. Take away from everything that we've had and the love that I genuinely like feel in my heart for you. What a long breakup. As hard as it is here, I mean, I do. This is what's great about television drama is if this happened in real life, just at her apartment, he'd be like, okay. Uh, and then he would go to Carl's Jr. Uh, and drain his sorrow in a fried taco. Appreciate you sharing all that. I, I guess, I mean, do you feel like there is a chance it could ever be something or do you like, 
feel that it's it's over. Because honestly, like I see a whole future with you. I see forever with you, but I also will take his line. I also want fucking good ratings. Trump said it's all about fucking ratings. So I'm going to break your heart here and then we're going to fucking do it. And then so here that was him and Susie. Now, the next episode, he had to tell Rachel and Gabby about his decision and they did not take it well. As you can see, Susie's not here. And I just want to let you know what happened because I think you all deserve to know. Like I'm kind of shattered into pieces at the moment and I'm questioning everything and questioning everything. Got the battery blinking. So this is probably going to close out the half. Watch this television history. Really the person that's standing in front of you right now is not the person that you were last with. I got, I've gone, I've got demons, dude. What I'm about to say Look is, at her fucking disgusted face. It looks she looks like she just ate vomit. It's not gonna be easy to hear, but it's gonna be very transparent, and I owe it to you all. Um, yesterday, Susie told me that if I had told either of you that I was in love, or if I had been intimate with either of you that she could not continue with this journey and that she felt that and I'm here to inform you that I have not only am in love with you but I've taken both of you to pound town the same pound town not there's two pound towns in the United States but I took you both to the same pound town same hotel in pound town and I plowed you guys good it was over for us and so it just had me questioning everything about what her and I had and I felt like at the end of it, I really couldn't even look in the face and I didn't know. Who look at them. He's just like all you fucking conniving got your face bitches are going to. Well, more fuel. The finale is when they get it back in their face. What I was even looking at. I didn't want to go about it this way. But because it became a deal breaker, like I don't want that to be a deal breaker with us. This is the hard part to say, but like, I was in love with her. Oh, no! And I was in love with each of you two. I am in love with both of you. Oh, no! And I also was intimate with both of you. Oh, no! I know it's not easy to hear, but I do believe like that there is. I do believe that this decision I made will make this the best season of of the Bachelor of all time. At the end of the tunnel, I do see one of you being on the other side of it with me, and I don't have the answers. I don't know who that is. I really don't, because I promise you, if I knew the answer to that, I wouldn't string somebody else along. And I understand that this is not what any of us expected to go through. So if you all want to ask me questions, I... Can I, can I just stay a second? 
So the blonde, this, the dark haired girl just fucking goes. She's had enough. This girl right here has, is not handling it well. Like Hermione Granger on the stairs of Hogwarts. And if it's gonna be like this to make it there. Like I don't. I can't believe I was duped into thinking that this is actually reality. That's more why they're upset. I mean, this has a, they're heartbroken, but they're also, they feel like fools because they've been strung along on reality television and they now know, oh, this was all a ruse. Like, this is a game show. I'm the consolation prize in a game show. And that's where a lot of this emotion is coming from here, too. Very vicious stuff, these dating shows. We got two cries, two wails happening in the background. You hear the screams of multiple women here. And he's just standing there like fucking four nine in the share. That's ratings talk, by the way. He's in love with two other people. Not just fine, he's in love with two other people. <laughs> Cries echoing. That's what the fucking subtitle says. So that's how he left them. And then you find out in the finale... In the rose ceremony, I left Iceland. That Susie's back with him, and I, I and had these to make that people in the background are fucking disgusted. When Susie pops on screen, it's just like you fucking betrayed us, you bitch. You were in the club, and now you're no longer it in the, the club. It was the best decision I could have made, and I think that's why we're here today. Is because it was the hottest show on television. Um, we got took our payoffs and now we're going to Virginia Beach and we're going to vote for Trump in 2024. I, I was protecting myself and I didn't know what I wanted and I didn't know the capacity which I wanted Clayton in my life. But uh, we took time apart after the show. We took time. Wink. Show and we reset. We re relayed. He re oh, he reset that shit. All right. Fucking reset that puss. Remember this. Oh, wrong button. He reset that puss. Oh, well, woo, woo, woo. And we're really happy, and we're happy to be here today. We realize it's a tough day, but we're happy to be here together. And I'm happy to be here together with you guys. Uh, that was The Bachelor snafu. We might go back to it a little bit in the second half. We still got a lot of show left here. Um, what do you say we do a little bit of halftime, huh? TV history is 2004. Um, so we're going to go to commercials from the year of our Lord. 2004 we'll be back for the second half guys for the first time ever on dvd winner of seven academy awards including best picture whoever saves one life saves the world entire the list is life schindler's list now on dvd what did the doctor say? He said the best thing for my arthritis pain is to keep moving my knee. Aleve will help me move without pain all day. Doctors know Aleve has the strength to relieve arthritis pain for up to 12 hours. Keep moving all day with Aleve. 
is just when I'm thinking, isn't there a car out there I could get excited about? Wham! There's this car with all this stuff. Then as I'm thinking, now here's a car I could see myself in. Wham! There's this other car with all this stuff. And just as I'm thinking, how could this possibly get me sweeter? The all-new Mazda 3 and Mazda 3 five-door. Rethink what's possible. There's an easier way to get rewards. Now City offers five times faster rewards on things you buy at supermarkets, gas stations, and drugstores. Great rewards for things you buy already. That's using your card wisely. You've seen her on Blue. Now George is on the top of her most wanted list. Don't you ever wear clothes? Jacqueline Obrador's guest stars on George Lopez, TGIF Friday. Starting March 19th, four shocking murders. Four people were shot to death. Four riveting cases. I'm following the facts. Four spellbinding Fridays. That's exactly what I'm counting on. One district attorney. Stephen Weber is the DA. Premieres ABC Friday, March 19th. I'm feeling good. I'm taking once a day Wellbutrin XL, an antidepressant with a low risk of sexual side effects. Wellbutrin XL effectively treats depression with a low risk of sexual side effects. Wellbutrin XL works for my depression. And Wellbutrin XL has the convenience of a once a day pill. Wellbutrin XL is not for everyone. If you take Wellbutrin XL, there is a risk you may have a seizure. Do not use if you have or have had a seizure or eating disorder, or if you take an MAOI, Zyban, or other medicines that contain bupropion. You should not take Wellbutrin XL if you are abruptly stopping the use of alcohol or sedatives. When used with a nicotine patch or alone, there is a risk of increased blood pressure, sometimes severe. To reduce risk of serious side effects, tell your doctor if you have liver or kidney problems. Other side effects may include dry mouth, nausea, and difficulty sleeping. I'm feeling like myself again. Ask your doctor about once-a-day Wellbutrin XL. Effectively treats depression with a low risk of sexual side effects and the convenience of a once-a-day pill. No, 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 wrong. Mayday, mayday. Not a good time. Exactly. I Not a good time. I said it. I don't like it. My client? How bad? What is with the marble? Very, very bad. People don't listen. Too many trees. You're doing the smile thing. This is a joke, right? Doing it now. Relax. You're under budget. We're under budget. We're under budget. We're under budget. I love it. Loves it. Oh. Coast to coast, walkie-talkies get it done. Next tell. about brokerage firms. The right combination of forces can take you where you want to go. Wachovia Securities welcomes Prudential Securities and its clients. Talk to one of our financial advisors. Together, we can achieve uncommon results. Wachovia Securities. What's the hot new thing in activewear? The Bengay Pain Relieving Patch. It's what everyone's wearing to get deep heating relief in a patch that lasts up to eight hours. Try on the new Bengay Pain Relieving Patch. It's what's hot in pain relief. Honey, I got that dessert you like. And look what else I got. Honey? Kids, relax. It's new natural citrus Listerine. It's less intense. Introducing less intense natural citrus Listerine. You can handle it. Germs can't. 
You just can't lose at the Hyundai Win-Win Spring Event. Win with the popular Hyundai Sonata. Get $1,500 cash back or 0% APR on every Sonata. And you win with America's best warranty plan. 10 years, 100,000 miles. You win some, you win some at the Hyundai Win-Win Spring Event. Now you can lease a 2004 Sonata for just $199 a month. The Hyundai Win-Win Spring Event. Now through March 31st at your local Hyundai dealer. This Wednesday and every Wednesday at 10, 9 central, discover what millions are beginning to see. Kingdom Hospital is haunted. It's being called gripping. Stephen King at his scary best. I've never seen anything like that. Not a typical network show. Stephen King's Kingdom Hospital, ABC Wednesday, 10, 9 central. Thursday, a strange game of high-stakes cat and mouse. A half billion dollars in art, gone. But could he get it all back? The biggest art heist ever on Primetime Thursday. Introducing the only minivan with two rows of folding floor seats. The all-new 2005 Grand Caravan. Come on in, Dad. I'll finish that morning. The lowest-priced minivan in America, starting under $19,000. Customer service. Yeah, I bought something from your website and told FedEx I wanted it delivered at 7 p.m. And it wasn't? No, it was, but I was not expecting them at that time. But that's when you told FedEx to deliver it. Yeah, but no one ever comes when they say they will, but then ding-dong, there's FedEx home delivery. I see. I was in the middle of a complicated exfoliation. I'll explain. No, that's okay. Sir, I apologize for any embarrassment. And I'm sorry FedEx came when they said they would. FedEx home delivery. Let customers schedule home deliveries when it's most convenient. For everyone out there who thinks that they know... The right way to do it. The right way to go. Who are trying their best. Who are taking great care. And are asking themselves, am I getting somewhere? If you want to be clear, if you want to find out, ask your doctor what Crestor is truly about. Are you getting somewhere? Over and out. My old nationwide wireless plan said they didn't charge me for roaming. Yeah, right. If I stayed in network, but if you can't even see the network, network, I'm in the network. Oh, network. How do you stay in it? There's no in or out of network with the new Singular Nation. You never pay roaming or long distance, even with your nationwide mobile-to-mobile -mobile minutes. I call it my plan. The new Singular Nation, another reason Singular fits you best. This Sunday, every second counts when a bomb is about to explode. The man I love, he's on that plane. On an all-new alias, then a startling announcement. Your employment here is terminated. Starts an all-out war. This is going to get very ugly. An all-new practice after an all-new alias. ABC Sunday starting at 9, 8 central. NYPD Blue will be right back here on ABC. As will keep it. Well, Kevin's bling bling went bye bye. He moved in. So where do I sleep? Guest bedroom with his Realistic new family. family. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll be right back with more Oprah after this. The big house premieres April 2nd, part of TGIF on ABC.
New at 11, a local mother turns her back for just a moment. Now her baby is dead. Tonight, a warning for every parent about drowning dangers. A pickup truck slams right through a concrete wall. Tonight, there's a temporary fix. The five girls in that truck now healing. I'm Mike Delostrito tonight with the exclusive interview with one girl's family. Plus a daycare attack. The guy came in there with a machete. And parents rushing to get their kids. Everybody's pretty shooken up. Plus a famous actor found dead in his home. Kathy Ray, Ross Becker, and Breaking News from the Action News on Channel 13 Action News, live at 11. Introducing the new 305 horsepower Nissan Armada with a 5.6 liter V8 engine and room for eight. Full-size SUV for your full-size adventures.
10-9 Central. Check into Kingdom Hospital. It's brilliant. I've never seen anything like that. Gripping. Not a typical network show. Something has awakened. Stephen King's Kingdom Hospital, ABC Wednesday, 10-9 Central. Friday, the O'Donnells married. Now, hear from the beautiful woman who is Rosie's partner in love. What is it like to be with, arguably, the most famous lesbian in the world? Kelly O'Donnell, a Barbara Walters exclusive. Is it till death do us part? 2020, Friday. a new car is a good thing. All right, everybody. He's back into it here, and we'll make it fucking official. Alright. We had a pretty action-packed first half. Welcome Rob Ponte to the chat. Uh, you know, his notifications, YouTube notifications fucked up. Make sure you're clicking that bell. Make sure that bell is blacked. Uh, so you're getting a notification when we go live and you can come here and be here for, for the fun right from Jump Street. Uh, 21 uh, Jump Street. Look, he's opening the Kicks pop. Uh, I haven't seen Kicks. Is Kicks still a fucking cereal? Rob, have you seen Kicks recently? Turn this down. Yeah, but they're very hard to open. Yeah. Kicks. Kid tested. Mother approved. Let's see what Kicks is up to. Line for a Lexus, BMW, or Mercedes. Look at affordable luxury from Tobin and Prestige Infinity, America's number one volume dealer. Sign did Kicks take? Did Kicks kicks the bucket? Right. That's worth a fucking drop, right? Um. Let's see here. General Mills product. Uh. Berry Berry Kicks in 1992 and Honey Kicks in 2009. Um. It's still around. 85 years kicks going strong there's there's history behind kicks it really is just like what is it like a cornflake substitute kid tested mother approved was introduced is that really where that comes from one of the biggest fucking slogans is from one of the fucking blandest fucking cereals how about that kicks has honey kicks has six grams of uh sugar so not a lot of sugar maybe i'll get into a berry kick Right? A berry kick. You like how I said that right there? So here's what we're doing. It's 2004 for TV history. Recap the first half a little bit here, though. We talked about the big NFL things happening. We talked to Sean Watson. Uh, we we talked. Uh, we can't. We don't have Colin's current coverage of it. But what we did is we got into Colin Cowherd's history of saying it was Miami, and then he talked about how Atlanta was the Hollywood of the South. So we made fun of him for that. Uh, very excited to see what he's going to say about this on Monday, or maybe he goes, maybe he does a podcast. Let's look on the fly. Maybe Colin Coward has done one of his emergency podcasts about Deshaun Watson. He's been known. He has been known to. Uh, big overreaction. Okay. We got a minute here on the fly. This is Colin Coward's latest reaction Here's his one-minute backpedal. He's going to have a whole show on Monday to do this, but this is his one-minute backpedal because, like I said, we covered it in the first half. Uh, when we're done live, you can go back and watch it. Um, first, it was Miami. Threw Tua under the bus to, for it to be Miami. Uh, kicks was so hard to find. It was hard to find. Says a lot of dads going out to buy kicks, coming back with nothing for days, right? It's like a fucking hunt going out with a sled of dogs. Coming back with two dogs and a box of fucking plain Captain Crunch. 
Um, so yeah, first it was Miami through Tua under the bus to strengthen it because he needed it to be Miami. So he casted away Tua Tagovailoa. We know how that turned out. Mike McDaniel is actually very high on Tua Tagovailoa. Um, then it was Miami because it was between New Orleans and Atlanta. Uh, so he threw Miami away because Mike McDaniel blew his fucking uh, balloon. He popped his balloon. Um, so then he was like, well, it's Atlanta. He's going home. Where do you go after you rape a girl? You go home. Uh, it's the Hollywood Delta Pepsi pop. He threw all of his fucking Colin Coward things. Uh, now it's Cleveland. He's actually going to Cleveland, which Colin did admit was the better roster, but it didn't have the fucking he didn't have the buzzwords. Cleveland doesn't have Pepsi Delta pop. Blah, blah. Uh, so let's see what he thinks about this. Let's see Colin's one minute initial reaction to Deshaun Watson, the rapist going to Cleveland. Years ago, Tim Tebow won a playoff game for the Denver Broncos, but the Broncos front office and ownership didn't believe in Tebow as an answer long term. Where's he at, by the way? Is he at a Zach Brown band show or something? He had a brewery? Go fucking talk to your friends, Colin. This is it's for work. I'm here in my fucking teal uh, surfs up shirt. Got it in Maui right off a booth from an indigenous. What do you do? They went out, got aggressive and landed Peyton Manning. Five minutes later, nobody talked about Tim Tebow, even Tebow fans. In this situation, Baker Mayfield won a playoff game for a franchise that look at him. That's the that's the he's taken steps. We talked about it earlier. Colin fucking has to pontificate so he can come up with things. And he's doing that here and he's leaving his friends hang. I wonder who he's with. I'm with Tom Palacero. He's butt naked. I sucked him off for this information. Baker Mayfield won a playoff game for a franchise that doesn't do that much. He See, he still has to shit on Cleveland, but he'll quickly talk about how Cleveland was the spot all along. Fan base. They're not going to trade him, right? He demands a trade. How do you get that? Get off Wilshire Boulevard, Colin. Story off the front page in Cleveland. You go land a star quarterback. Now, obviously, Deshaun Watson, legal issues. Again, legal issues. Just say... He fucking made people tug on it. You don't have to say rape. Has many, many detractors. But the Browns are a better football team today because in a quarterback-driven league, they have a star quarterback. Look how sad he got because he really wanted this to be true. He doesn't mind backpedaling. I think this is a backpedal that he knows is going to hurt his credibility a little bit. Look at the joy it gets sucked out of him. Has many, many detractors. But the Browns are a better football team today. Because uh, the Browns are a better football team. I gotta bet on the Cleveland Browns now. Because in a quarterback-driven league. Gee, I hope my daughter wasn't one of the massage therapists. She's over there at Morgan State for her sports science degree. They have a star quarterback. I apologize. I don't want to bring people's children into it. So that's that. That's Colin. That's what he's got for you so far. Um, yeah, so let's go to some TV history here. We're in the year of our Lord 2004. Let me check my levels here. Let's do a live level check. What is it? Is it an even 23 when I talk like this? Oh, yeah, baby. Hey, oh, I love all that. You got to love all that, right? Um, it sounds good. It looks good. 
So we're uh, we're going back to the week of March 15th, 2004. It was a Monday. Um, we got some pilots uh, that, that are of no more. Some things that didn't get picked up and some things that did and, you know, were a little short lived. Uh, so let's go to uh, let's take it to the chat. Do we want to watch Forever Eden since we were dating show heavy? In the first half, or do we want to go cracking up the pilot? These are two pilots from 2004. What do we think, Aponte? Um, I'll read the chat while you uh, while you answer here. Um, Lol, great riff. I agree, everybody. Fucking, you know what I'm saying? Oh, really? Got to get used to this being on this angle. I'm not used to it being on this angle. Let me flatten it out more. There we go. Um. Um, I think, you know, we might end up doing both of them, but I really want to throw it to the chat. Um, it's been a good show. We're almost two hours into the stream and we got, you know, two days of the year of our Lord 2004 back. If upon, you know what? You let me down, Aponte. Uh, I'm just going to go with, uh, forever Eden. This show I think was on for a while. With the world as they know it, just to come here. Although I don't know what the delay is like. He could just be getting my request. A place where there every need. Look at that fucking. That is a pre-fucking drug testing body right there. World as they know it. Just to come here. A place where there every need will be provided for. See, this is 04. This is when sex was fucking everything. Like, there's a few waves of sexuality, I at least think. Um... Yeah, we'll do cracking up. If you want to go cracking, uh, he says cracking. Aponte says cracking. He wants to release the cracking, so we'll do that. Yeah, that sled dog's riff. So this is cracking up here. This is a show that did not get picked up. Forever Eden, which we're going to get to after this, I think was on for a, a minute here. Fox widescreen, when they would let you know it was in widescreen. If you got one of them newfangled fucking uh you're watching two phones jesus christ so are you watching on one and commenting on one or are you like day trading while you watch my podcast uh we got a two phone situation i got a two computer situation but i'm producing a television show here that's essentially what this is it's not a podcast we are a tv show within a tv show uh yeah i'll have to master the lag let me know what the lag is so i know how long i gotta pontificate between chats but here we are cracking up pilot episode fox widescreen digital tv here classic 2004 shit letting you know times are a change and that skateboard might be fucking not analog so how you feel i have so many classes on monday i have like four i must be so stressed with me look at schwartzman back when he was fucking this is a this is fucking a rushmore era still he's still wearing fucking kelsey grammar jackets studies show that repressed women can become physically ill if you have a sexual impulse you should act on it college was a big fucking uh a big setting for a lot of these shows mbc or uh, mtv had some animated college shows uh so this is fox is clearly their attempt at the show at the movie slackers uh, i think the movie slackers came out around this time anyone right now I don't think so. Just get Pete and Pete and Devin Sawa. It's fucking, you know, the answer's right there for you. Don't want you to get sick, that's all. Ben, Dr. Bolas is looking for you. Dr. B. Is anything the matter, Doctor? I've hit a wall with one of my patients. A nine-year-old boy. 
Oh man, that guy plays a leprechaun in a Disney Channel movie called The Thirteenth Year. About it. no, The Thirteenth Year is the one where the kid becomes a mermaid. This he's in The Luck of the Irish, where he plays fucking Ryan Merriman's grandpa, uh, and he ends up being a little tiny leprechaun man. No, oh, I didn't mean to minimize that. Here. Did a war with one of my patients, a nine-year-old boy. What I do want to do though here, we'll go ahead and cast this. Two, no devices found. We're back to this fucking nonsense. This nonsense. Um. And it's tricky. His parents are important to the university. I suggested a student from my graduate program could live in their house. I mean, this show already, we're less than a minute in and has given you no reason to watch it other than Jason Schwartzman's fucking dour, emotionless fucking acting. Work with his son. I promised I'd send them my. That's the grin of a man who knows his dad can buy this whole college. Live in their house. Look at that smile. My mom is Sofia Coppola. Is your mom Sofia Coppola? Or is your uncle Nicolas Cage? Or your grand cousin is fucking Jason Schwartzman, like weirdly Cage's uncle? Is it one of those things? When I was in second grade, I knew a girl who had a little uncle. She was Mexican and she would say, my little uncle. She was the, the fucking catch of second grade of Watson Elementary. Jasmine gomez i hope she didn't become a trumper or a heroin addict a lot of the people i went to elementary school with nazis and heroin addicts uh you know it's depressing work with their son i promised i'd send them my most talented student so let's go forward a little bit well both my parents are in the mental health business and uh, I came to Los Angeles to study with Dr. Polis. You know, my pharmaceutical company sponsors all his research. Yes, I was aware of that, sir. It's great. Yeah, he speaks very highly of you. Uh, we got Molly Shannon kind of at the peak of her career. Oh, four. So she was off SNL. So she was, you know, people were expecting things out of her. A pretty, you know, substantial cast well, guys so far. like you, Ben, taking up psychiatry and prescribing my drugs to the crazies. <laughs> <laughs> he always plays like that's Shooter McGavin for people who don't know. He's always an out of touch white guy. You know, I'd like to see Shooter McGavin play a, a complex. Let me see Shooter McGavin in a remake of Seven. <laughs> okay, listen. If I'm going to be successful with Tanner, I'm going to need your help. All of you. I know I'm young, but I need you to look at me first and foremost as a therapist. I'm going to need your total honesty and I'm going to need your trust in both my methods and my judgments are we clear so i think the plot of this is he's like a therapist in college but he wants to shoot to like you know take advantage let's see let's google this show cracking up sitcom sit situation comedy an american sitcom oh this is a mike white show school of rock director and writer mike white um he's you know mike white if you saw him he's like a weird like balding ron howard looking motherfucker um a psychiatrist jason schwartzman is set to examine tanner shackleton a child of a beverly hills family only to discover that tanner doesn't have any problems his family does oh so he ends up they end up being boys probably um they're gonna run run through some fucking pelt after the pilot episode, the story was about Ben Baxter. Oh, so it was about... Oh, so it, the the pilot is fucking the old leprechaun guy. 
is the guy who plays the leprechaun in the okay i get it so schwartzman takes on the thing and like takes over i wonder if they kill off gibson see how this plays out i think we're in good hands honey i feel better already (laughs) (laughs) all right well then i just need to meet tanner all right well i just need to have sex with your daughter yeah schwartzman's another one of those people who hasn't aged i forgot who i mentioned earlier who hasn't who also hasn't aged uh but yeah man he's got that fucking coppola juice sophia coppola's his mom i think right or talia shire no talia shire is his mom but she is also uh a coppola yeah let's look that up oh i looked up johnson uh, johnson shire jesus christ i'm fucking high and retarded uh jason schwartzman He's got a, yeah, he's the bottom. You put up Jason SW and so many other people come up. He wouldn't be happy about that. Look at that beard now. Look at him. That's a man who's made enough money in life. Now I look like fucking, uh, an open mic comedian now. Yeah, he's in Coconut Records. He plays music now. Real mysterious man. Um, let's see the early life here. Yeah, Talia Shire. He's the son of actress Talia Shire and Jack Schwartzman. He's a child of the biz. I think he's not back. There he is. That little shit. Oh, that's the kid who has no problems. He's gonna fucking get that little kid hammered. So, when can you move in, man? Um, I don't know, tomorrow? <laughs> Alright. Let's go halfway through. Don't let her get into the alcohol. We keep so they're going to let him move in. So this is essentially going to be him fucking giving this little kid drugs. He's just going to be a bad influence all over the place. Um, Let's go see what Forever Eden's going with here. ...with the world as they know it. Just to come here. A place where their every need... I want to try and separate these two for. here. But what they don't know is what we have in store for them here in Eden. What a song. This doesn't even sound like an intro. This sounds like the intro to a podcast about pirates. Look at that fucking setup. Look at that fucking guy. How many women do you think he Deshaun Watson in his fucking lifetime after this? That is a nefarious character right there. Looking like the lead singer of Incubus. And he is the Incubus. Ooh, the snake and the apple. Forever eaten. One of these women is a whore. And you're going to take a bite at her whore apple, you snake. So March 15th, your discretion is advised. This show is fucking sexy. Um, So let's see here. March 15th, 2004. It has been, uh, it was day 75 of 2004 and the decades was the 2000s. It's been 18 years and three days since 2004. We're operating on the dazed and confused rule. Uh, At least 18 years is considered history. That makes you feel old. I know it. 
Uh, on this day, the Killers released their song, Somebody Told Me. Um, Somebody Told Me Forever Eden is on TV and it is groundbreaking. These whores are gonna sleep with some dorks. There is a black guy and he is the only one. We want to kill him, but this ain't fiction. So we have to keep him around. And it's gonna get worse. This is trauma, dog. That's me. That's my cover of the killer song. Somebody told me, everybody. Night one of Forever Eden. Night one now. Someone is going to get an STD. Rape what you sow. That's this, this episode is called Reap What You Sow. More like Rape What You Sow, right? Oh, no! Getting real saucy in the second half. We're going to have a fun time. There's so many mixed Let's crap, crack a root brewski number two. Getting into it all. Females love to hate me. Yeah, I'll be catty back. Bitches fucking love to hate me. Sounds like fucking Razor Ramon. Rest in peace, Scott Hall, by the way. I think we need to fucking uh, give it up. This, uh, this, this is dedicated to the memory of Scott Hall here. We'll be right back to the music after these important words about death. Her 10 to 15 times a day. I'm very well-rounded. I've got a college education. I was a captain in the army. I've been a stockbroker before. I've never left. Man, this is the era of the fake bake pro cheerleader. Boy, is that a lie. It's a little overwhelming. Welcome to pro cheerleader. That was uh, on the deposition later when she sued her coach for S.A. Made great sacrifices to be here. Um, so let's get into more about what happened here in 2004. Um, not a brazier on the island here so far. This so this was a, a very much a puka shell necklace and no shirt underneath the button down type of era. Each coin is worth one thousand dollars. One thousand dollars. For a grand prize total of it will all be transitioned into the ruble, which the Ukraine isn't invited yet, so it's still worth something. Should you be banished from Eden, you will lose half of your fortune. If you choose to leave of your own We legitimately raided a Mayan temple, so there are spirits and bad juju around. Your stay here could be indefinite. No contact with your loved ones. So we got the top five billboard here. The Hot 100 of March 15, 2004. Yeah, Usher featuring Little John. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was a big era, 2004. Big time, 2004. Three years post 9-11. We thought we were coming out of it. We were like, this TSA thing won't last. Chingy was a thing. Twista featured slow jams came out. I feel like 04 was the introduction of Kanye West. Can the chat sound off on that? Am I wrong about that? Because Slow Jams came out and everybody was like, oh, Kanye West is a rapper. He can rip. He can fucking rap. And then the fucking rap game was like, oh, no, because they knew it was fucking over. Jaquan Tipsy. Don't know that song. Passion of the Christ was fucking out and about, dude. Passion of the Christ was crazy, dude. So uh, we got Passion of the Christ on a bootleg DVD. And my dad had one of his friends over just random dude smoking crack. And he was high on crack. We were watching Passion of the Christ. And he said, he goes, dude, I watched this movie and I brought my son with me. 
And when they had that scene, they, they, you know, they whipped the shit out of him. They scourge him. They fucking literally rip Jesus's rib meat off of him. They expose rib. So we're watching that scene. And he goes, I took my son to see this movie. And I looked over at him and I said, is this not exactly what we learned in church last week? And I was just like, holy fucking shit, dude. Like, yeah, that's why the movie's based on church. Doesn't mean church is fucking real. So the passion was fucking ruling ass. Um, let's take a stroll down memory lane. Um, it's a Pisces day today. Lucky me. St. Patrick's Day is just around the corner. In our world, it happened. Um, George W. Bush Jr. is currently the president. Uh, he became Time Magazine Person of the Year in 2004. Because he got a bump after 9-11. When we invaded Afghanistan, everybody universally praised it. And then, you know... And then Republicans talk about how, like, it was a bad move. And then all the fucking, all the cook dims. I'm throwing all the fucking buzzwords. We're not getting political here. Um, What else happened here? A flash animation of Badger singing Badger, Badger, Badger has become extremely popular on the internet. Let's see what's happening there with that. This is 18 years ago. How many things has this accrued? How many fucking views? Has this accrued? Let's view all. Um, a one-hour Weeble here. Can I get the original one? 2004. Let's look up the actual 04 one. No, it's gone. And Blaker's shock. <gasps> one of the guest states' banishment. Is this the one? Is that the one? I see. I, oh, four. I was not on the internet. I thought it was a fad. I was with Mark Marin thinking it was a fad. Oh, Hercules, Hercules, Look at this fucking Hercules. guy right here. Woo, I mean, that guy just imbibes on nothing but ostrich meat and human growth hormone. That's Craig. That's the guy that, like, his anger gets the best of him, and he just fucking instinctually will throw a female's head through a wall. We love you! David just can't compete. You got Tay Diggs and Batista over there to compete with, and David's just like, you know, I write software. Ah! It's not really a thing yet. See, this is before they went right to fucking. It was just, can you imagine the person editing this? You know, the first three minutes is just going to be them cannonballing into a pool. <clears throat> At least Stern was having people riding Sabians by this point. That was like the argument back then. Like, I remember, like, Stern had people riding Sabians while he was throwing baloney at their butt cracks. Opie and Anthony were firing off hot at this point. And that was the complaint about cable TV. You know, it's very restrained. They're just showing cleavage. They're just fucking showing the pre-women being sexually assaulted. Do the real thing. Show these women being ard. Listen to that. It's fucking stripper pole music right there, boy. Let's go. Oh, let's go through a little bit. <laughs> but other than that, I think everybody's cool. Because, I mean, everybody makes a first impression. Oh, man. She wandering off. Do we have our first drunk girl wandering off by herself yeah, back there? Did you, did you have any strong opinions about any one person or the other? I think everybody's cool, but I think what's in her... 
What's her name? Oh, Mary. Mary has a lot of hang-ups. <laughs> There's Mary right there. Yeah, that hang-up hang is in her hand right there. The hang-up has an umbrella inside of it. But other than that, I think everybody's cool. Because, I mean, everybody makes a first impression. You know what I mean? We need party girls, though. But I'm a party girl. If we don't have party girls on the island, Sorry. goodbye. <laughs> party girl means let me are you. Boys will be boys. Is everybody ready to go to bed? So all you girls lie down. I'll take on all you like a football team. Let's go to bed. I'll come in and give you a good night kiss. In all your dreams. Black like that. Wow, what? Kisses in all your dreams. How did your toes get? She's like, I'm black. Did you get something on him? Are your toes just dark like that? Sorry. He's a man. I've seen it before. You're gonna be the color. I'm sorry. That sounds so stupid. Whoa, I've never seen a black guy's feet before, let alone, I've never even been near, let alone the feet. Never. I always was told black people had hooves. I, this is the first time I'm seeing that black people don't have hooves. Ah, you have to <laughs> You're gonna be the color. I'm sorry. I've never He's seen a man black guy's color. feet before. You're <laughs> gonna be the color. I'm sorry, that sounds so stupid. Well, it sounds more than stupid, you know? We know who you voted for in 2020. I never have. You have... She now has 12 kids, Christian, no black feet in the house. We are just talking about going to bed. It's all yours. Okay. It's comfy. Thank you. I have no idea. She's made some dumb comments. Very, very dumb comments. Some people are just ignorant. Oh, he's restrained. Yeah. You can't help that, you know. Do your own thing. <laughs> Dude, Twitter would have this bitch up the flagpole in current times. Let's recancel her. Let's get something going. Forever Eden pilot. Let's get this alcoholic fucking back on the wagon. Leave me alone. Uh, all right. Well, the geniuses left us. That was the most ridiculous. Oh, like, oh my God. It's just don't. If you had nothing nice to say, I'm don't like trying it. to rock. Mike and I are looking at his toes, like thinking he stepped in something. Yeah. I was like, I was what the hell? Was he was just ignorant and was insulting. That was stupid. God. Jordan's like, I want to fuck the, those black feet like, so hard. What the hell? Was he's like, I know. He's like, I noticed the black feet too. Are you not? Supposed to say anything about the black feet? He was just ignorant and was it that insulting? That was stupid. Gosh, dude. Was it like insulting? It just, it, it, I mean, she it, is crushing my ties. She might look at that. Is that a white pina colada? Gosh, dude. Was it like insulting? It just, gosh, she put a hood on her drink. She took the umbrella out and put a hood on it. Golly. It, 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 I mean, it's like, it's just ridiculous, man. I, like, is it like a racist comment? Yeah, it is. It was. Let's run into 2004 a little bit. I'm going to bed and I'm going to read my Bible with white Jesus. No, I'll be up there kiss you goodnight a little bit. Happy Kwanzaa. That's really hard. Kidding. Is that a no being like a yes kind of thing? Oh, you are hopeless. Good night. Hard. She did he try and essay her? See, he's he doesn't want to get caught up in the racial aspect, so he's like, "Oh, quick, a little bit. <laughs> let me sexually assault the racist." Let me tuck you in. We can say the end. I'll whisper the end word in your ear. That's really hard. I'm kidding. <laughs> Is that a no being like a yes kind of thing? Ooh, ooh, ooh. 
classic 2004 mentality. Let's get that for a drop. 2004, this is what men thought about the word no. You're hearing it first, Keith Pazel's television show. Really hard. Kidding. <laughs> is that a no being like a yes kind of thing? Is that a no being like a yes kind of thing? Oh, no! Oh, you are hopeless. Good night! <laughs> We don't approve of that here. Let's send up the virtue signal. This is racial unity right here. So we got a white guy, Ebony and Ivory right here, like Paul McCartney and Stevie Wonder wanted it. And listen to what this guy says. I feel out of place. The black guy goes, right, dude. I mean, I fuck racist bitches all the time. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Next on Forever. Show you what fucking I'll go put my Jim Crow in your Georgia. The men cast their votes for Eden's least desirable woman. It's about who? Well, it's obviously the racist, but no, they will still want to plug her. Past, you know? We're gonna keep the racist, but this one virgin dork bitch is gone. No ass right there. Falling for Mary. You are standout hot. And Jordan has a falling out with Cassie. You gonna toss a drink in her face? Go for it. You're short. You're just being ignorant. And it's the end of the line for one guest. When forever Eden continues. Cutting into it. So let's see here. Let's go a little bit more about 04. Big shows on TV in 2004 The Shield, Eight Simple Rules, uh, The OC, One Tree Hill. I was a big Smallville guy at this time. Big into Smallville. Uh, did stand up for the first time in late 2004. That's a big moment. I was just talking about you. I want to talk to I you. What's that, Jordy? She keeps calling me short. I know that. You don't have to keep reminding me of it. Writer and screenwriter. Oh my god, what's he doing? Does he have fucking any current credits? What's his name again? Okay, let's see what this little short fuckers... See what this guy became Joe Rogan right here. Jordan Ever Eden. Let's see what happened to Jordan. Um, cast, yeah, Forever Eden cast. Man, nothing. You can't find anything of him. He didn't no longer be. We can tack off uh, one of these occupations here for sure. So that says he's a waiter and screenwriter. He's just a waiter now. Like me. We're just restaurant workers, bro. Oh, you can do whatever she wants to. I want to listen, but I was just saying. Don't listen. I'll tell you later. You know, I'll tell you anyways. Let's go to the end here. Like when we call you short, like we're not being mean. Like I wouldn't be mean to you. No, no, no. But believe me, I'm going to be mean to you. I'm not being mean to you. I'll be mean to you. I'll kick you in your fucking little tiny dick, man. Because I guess it's irritating. You're being serious? You look like fucking. You know, you look like fucking uh, a professional wrestler with your hair. You look like Ric Flair, and, and I'm not going to take it from you. 
And it is. If I was like, eat fatty. I, I am a, fat. It's okay. You call me fat. fat. You're not. Oh, man. Look at her. She's going to fucking purge and cut herself at the same time tonight. You did it, Jordan. I'm fat. I'm not mean. You can't convince me I'm a mean person. I'm not doing it to be mean to you. Well, then you're just being ignorant. No, it's we were all joking. Mel Gibson was the highest paid celebrity in 2004, joke. along with Fiona Armstrong, Tom Cruise, the Rolling Stones as a collective, J.K. Rowling, pre-fucking transphobe, richest paid celebrity. Uh, of course, MJ, Steven Spielberg, and Jonathan Depp. A joke that's insulting is not a joke to the well, receiver of it. We didn't know you were there it is, George Bush, personal. Time Person of the Year in 2004. Uh, big movies in 04. What do we got? Shrek 2, Harry Potter, Azkaban, Spider-Man 2, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man 2, the best one. Uh, Million Dollar Baby won the Academy Award. Flip phones. What brand flip phone did we all have in 2004? I think I was rocking fucking, uh, whatever the free, like, fucking link card phone was. Landlines dying out in 2004. I think my dad finally kicked his landline two years ago. Uh, daily internet usage increases from about oh two onward. Internet usage increased dramatically across the entire world. That's but that's when AOL stopped being sent to you via disk. I remember the day I found out you can just plug your phone line into your computer and go on the internet. My mind was fucking blown. I mean, your phone bill would be nine hundred dollars again with this guy's black feet. Somebody to say it to you. You know what I'm saying? No, that really that, that kind of comes. Through. You do have sexy feet though, dude. Can I suck on those, bro? She goes, why did you see that black man's feet? I go, oh, well, you know, I go, man, something doing this, though. I guess from the get-go, I wanted to give her, I wanted to give her the benefit of doubt. From the get-go, I wanted to give, that means she's been saying racist shit from fucking 21 Jump Street. The internet begins to hurt music stores. Yeah, there's no coconuts anymore. The PS2, I was big in the PS2. Um, ooh, it was a leap year. 366. We got an extra day. Um, people born in 2004 belong to Gen Z. These are people that don't remember pre 9-11. These people were born into a world of terror. That's why they're such fucking insane people. The last episode of Sex in the City aired earlier this year, a, a month ago in 2004. Um, when Crocious comes back, we're going to watch the new version because we got to go over some Che Diaz. In fact, let's do that. Let's pause Forever Eden and see if I can find Shay Diaz stand-up. This is a character on the new Sex in the City. And, uh, apparently, it's pretty fucking cringe. What a pleasant surprise. Yeah, for me too. Hi, my name is Sara Ramirez. My pronouns are she and they, and I am playing non-binary bisexual queer character Che Diaz. Historically, the show has included- That's a lot of setup for one human being. Listen to all this setup for one human being. My pronouns are- Yeah, for me too. Hi, my name is Sara Ramirez. My pronouns are she and they, and I am playing non-binary bisexual queer character Che Diaz. Non-binary queer sexual anthropomorphic run-of-the-mill android houseworker sex worker positive bitch badass girl boss 
Shay Diaz, the worst stand-up comedian in the history of the world. I want to find her stand-up. I've heard her, the stand-up is just truly putrid. Um, stand-up scene. Let's see if it's here. Let's see if they put it in here. People are talking about how fucking terrible this is. Um, you know. Let's see if they show a piece of it. I am Che Diaz, your host and queer, non-binary, Mexican-Irish diva representing... I'm willing to guarantee you at every scene, there's a, she says this once every... Like a station identification, she says this all the time. I am Che Diaz, your host and queer, non-binary, Mexican-Irish diva representing everyone else outside these two boring genders. I'm Pronouns on the ones here on Che Diaz tonight. Not comfortable with the more graphic content. Look, I really want this to work out for all of us, so I say this with love. You better stuff your pussy up. Woof moment! Che is funny. I'm glad you think so because you're coming with me to their comedy concert Friday night. Half Mexican, half Irish, all Catholic. That is a lot of rice and beads. Half Mexican, half... Glad you think so because you're coming with me to their comedy concert Friday night. To their comedy concert? Che is funny. I'm glad you think so because you're coming with me to their comedy concert Friday night. You're coming with me to their queer, non-gender, all-conforming, LGBTQ, no anti-racism, anti-punchline comedy show. Half Mexican, half Irish, all Catholic. That is a lot of rice and beads. I was also raped. I will now talk about how I was Catholic-style raped in a very serious manner for the rest of my comedy set. And just like that, we've destroyed the art form of stand-up. I shouldn't say that. I don't believe it's an art form. You that shows you it's not an art form. When you can just fucking paint it like that, you just have some fucking... Queer, non-binary, what, Catholic, and Mexican, circle over my face. That's not stand-up. Now from the girl. Right? Do you know what I'm saying? On looks alone. You are standout hot. You are standout standout. <laughs> You're standout hot. You need to cool this fucking hard R N-word stuff. Just say it with the A. Just say it like DMX says it, and we'll want to fucking stick our peeny pies in you. Uh, um, making me all disoriented. <laughs> all right, let's open another one up here. That was Forever Eden 2004. All those essaying happen. So here's what we got here. Let's go with, uh, we got an episode of Whoopi. Oh, yeah, let's go to Whoopi. Whoopi was in the news recently. This is 04, Whoopi's sitcom. Whoopi got a nice little butt right there. Whoopi kind of looked good back in the day. You're welcome. I say that in a relative sense, just because she looks so much like a kindergarten teacher now. It's in this floor. Why do you keep doing that? What? Calling me Jadvika. I am the very Mexican house housekeeper. Very much illegal. The comedy of the show. You're such a card, Jadwiga. <laughs> You're such a card, not a green card. That's what the maid is that we know. Is that Ahmed Ahmed? He's a stand-up. 
No. To poke has a completely different meaning in my culture. She doesn't think the Holocaust was a racial thing. Being fresh has a completely different meaning. In my so Bonnie and Tina or Terry Turner, the people who made that 70s show, made this. Hey, May Ray. Well, good morning. I must say, you guys look terrific. Hey, I run my hotel, and I'm going to do... I might get my, my friends, you know, Robin Williams and Billy Crystal, so I can, you know, they can riff me through a, a thing. I really just rode their backs, and now everything I've done by myself failed. Come here. You ever see Fatal Beauty? Are you still giving those illegal beauty treatments? You, did you catch that green card punchline I did earlier? I called her a card because she doesn't have any cards, let alone a green one. My card? Ooh. And the coupon? <laughs> In-room beauty treatments. Yeah, but none of these say you're an American citizen. And before I can let you touch the keys to the rooms, I need papers. <laughs> have you ever heard of Ice Bermilda? Can you take me in about 10 minutes? Make it 15. I've got to cancel the poodle. <laughs> I also cook meth in your hotel. Give me time. Hmm? Why are you getting yourself all dig? Because my friend Tony's in town. Oh. You know, I'm here to be the dumb Fran Drescher. You couldn't get Fran, so I kind of look like Ronda Rousey, but talk like this. And then we'd go dancing, and I tell you, girl, he'd be on me like Justin on Janet's booby baby. Oh, that's a series of punchlines right there. Mavis, I don't like him. Mavis? Thinks he is so smooth. After Staples? He's always lording it over me. That man's been to jail. You know, in this, I own a hotel. My name is, in this show, my name is Mom's Mabley Goldberg. She actually did a great documentary about Mom's Mabley. Who was fucking hilarious. This presence has raised the quality of my life. I mean, look, a pomegranate as opposed to random browbeatings and constant humiliation. Ooh, man. It's painful. He's a character who just blows into town, all hair, muscles, and... Can you imagine him just like, here's what happens. He just takes a deep breath, inhales all his integrity realizes the numbers that are going to be on the end of the paycheck and that he can go do spots at the store and then he steps out and utters this i for one i like this tony i've never met him but already his presence has raised the quality of my i like this george w bush jr he did right with war he killed my people for good cause life i mean look a pomegranate as opposed to random browbeatings and constant humiliation <laughs> i find him in i was in the Middle East, I was chemist. Here, I'm cab driver. Also in the Middle East, I was stoned for being gay. Here, you know, not so much stoned, but I still have to be secret about it because it's not yet accepted very much, especially for me with the hat I wear and the cab I drive. That's very, I'm getting very racial, but I'm just talking about how, you know, these people were still very racially preyed upon. Look at this character. My God. Disdainful. He's a character who just blows into town, all hair, muscles, and cat... Whoopi was just like, we're fucking... Fucking Ahmed Ahmed. What is his name? I don't want to just say Ahmed Ahmed. I want to look at the cast. I don't want to misname here, this guy. Whoopi 204. But I do know that that guy's a comic. It's on for 22 episodes, thank God. They gave it a whole run here. Omid Dejali. So he's a British actor and comedian. Oh, he's British. Of course he is. I really talk like this. I'm a Chelsea fan. 
Uh, oh, Chelsea London. He's hurled a banana or two at a black guy. Uh, yeah. So that's him getting getting the British guy to do the stereotypes, like dance moves. Mm, meow. <laughs> a man who's not afraid to dance. Rita, I'm not afraid to dance. I'm just uncomfortable with public. Don't make me punch your mouth straight, woman. Movement. See, that's because you lack a natural sense of rhythm. You see, you have to relax, breathe, and let the music just take you over. Oh, yeah, it's funny because it's weird and Middle Eastern y. Bing, bing, ring bells. Oof. She was trying to be edgy Cosby, clearly. So that's Whoopi. A scene from Whoopi. Um, let's go to Century City. What is this show about here? I don't want to argue that it wasn't mine. I need. Oh, this is like a supernatural law firm. That would be an. Oh man, this is fucking uh. Mission that you've broken a federal law. I'll pay. That's DC Broad. Before it's her. I need it back. He's usually the fucking weird guy. Isn't that the jackass guy from fucking uh? Happy Gilmore, you jackass. That it wasn't mine. I need it back. You jackass. That'd be funny if they added that. I don't want to argue that it wasn't mine. I need it back. Jackass. That would be an admission that you've broken. So I think Swayze was on that episode. Aponte he says, surprised not to see Ted dancing on that. He probably made an appearance. There was 22 episodes worth of all sorts of fucking appearances for there to be. In federal law. And we'll go through all of them. I'll pay the fine. I'll, I'll do a year in prison. I don't care. I need it back. I need this back. What is That's this? just a graphic. Hi. It's, it's a. What is this? It's a hologram of a titty. And I want it back. That's my ex-wife. That's my ex-wife's left breast. I want you to go sever that breast and slam it on this table like a fucking pile of jello. Congressman, ex-congressman, Nestor Carbonelli. Uh, it's a very ambiguous name. I talk like this. I'll be on the show Lost. Um, really riding the back of it. I have a side appearance on the show Lost, and people think I can front a show, and they will for the next two years until they realize I'm not actually talented. The people wise up. <laughs> I'm just a side guy. I'll play the I'll play the mayor in uh, the Dark Knight. Is this your boy out here? That's Axel, my son. He's a nice kid. He's a really nice kid. He's my whole This life. is like a sci-fi law and order show. Life. Mr. Sister, what is this? Him. It's a clone of my son. And I will try not to sexually molest him this time around. And if you don't get it back for me, he's going to die. He's just like, so? He needs to suck on that left titty. He needs that breast milk. It's the key to keeping my son alive. Sever that tit, and this show will get renewed. Ooh, the ambiguous futuristic city. Every, the whoopee show in this, it's all like the intro to Frasier. It's all like skyscraper, skyline stuff. 
Ding bong 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 future, tonal future. Everything in the future will be tones like a payphone and the cell phones that we don't know how to work yet. Los Angeles, 2030. That is not how the city looks. We're close, uh, you know. All these people would be homeless. Viola Davis. No one knew who you were yet. The DC universe had yet to discover you. Let's see what else we got. Less than perfect. Yeah. Even there were even homeless back then. Like it's not like they weren't there. They just were trying to it's I loved how we feigned hope. That was what that war in Iraq was doing for a little bit. Um the stones. We'll close out on the stones. I feel like, you know, we've been here for about two and a half hours. I know I'm late. Don't give me grief. I've had a very hard day. You're not late. You said dinner's at 7? Yes. It's 7.20? Yes. Dinner's really at 7.30, isn't it? Yes. You see that? Because she's fucking late? Dinner's really at 7.30, isn't it? Yes. See, everyone beats their ass about, like, writing these scripts. It's so hard to write these pilots. And this shit got on the air, this opening line. Don't give me grief. I've had a very hard day. You're not late. You said dinner's at 7? Yes. It's 7.20? Yes. Dinner's really at 7.30, isn't it? Yes. Cause she's a dizzy broad. Hey, look what I got, mom and dad. Oh, it's a sister. I'm a weird guy. I made a family photo album. Now you think I do it all chronologically? No, I did it thematically. Like section one, youthful challenges. <laughs> section two, happy milestones. Section three, that housekeeper who stole. <laughs> You know, I just took pictures of a, a naked neighbor. Oh, Blanca. I liked Blanca. She used to buy me Kahlua. <laughs> anyway, I, I think this is pretty much the best anniversary gift I've ever gotten them. What'd you get? I got them a photo album. Now, you'd think I do it all chronologically, but no, I'm just writing my... So this show is named after a family. So it's safe to say it's a family of wild cards. My name on your card. <laughs> No, 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 wait, Carly. No, I'm sorry. This is their 25th anniversary, and I worked my ass off on this. You're on your own. Winston, you owe me. I got Mindy Drexler to give you your first French kiss. Uh, that was... Um, that's considered rape, so it's not an official fucking, uh, kiss. She held me down, and she spit in my mouth, and then she gave me a kiss on the forehead. Not my first kiss. <laughs> then who was? Blanca. <laughs> oh. This is a big sexual assault, rape heavy, like thematic episode, you know? Was this fucking, was it Deshaun Watson, right? It's called censorship. And you can call it a rose if you like, but it still stinks. Yeah, we say anything and everything here because this podcast. Yeah, that's what you hear here. We got uh, station identifications on the 51s here. 103.8 FM, talk radio. Kids are here already. Oh, look at Robert Klein. Going to say, I'm just gonna wing it. No, that's. I'm just gonna admonish them for being young. Here's me. Rehearse it with me. I'm the children. Go. 
Uh, you're not fucking a black person, are you? There, is that good? Is that not, you know, is that sensitive enough? Kids. Stop. What? I already know what you're going to say. How could you possibly know what I'm going to say? It's in your eyes, your eyes. Because this is a script. We're in a television show. We're breaking the fourth wall. Say everything. Really, Barbara? What are they saying now? Same to you, Stan. <laughs> now, try it again. Kids. Stop. You want to do this yourself? No, I want you to do it, but I want you to do it the way I want you to do it. All right, so here's what we'll do. We'll go in there, and you'll put your hand up my ass and make my mouth move. There you go. That's a line. This is Canadian Edge right here. This is pre-Trudeau. Trudeau wouldn't let that line slide. It's not my fault that you're irresponsible. I'm not irresponsible. I'm not irresponsible. I was sleeping when that guy impregnated me, so I didn't willfully do it. I got them a present. It's in my apartment. Then why didn't you bring it here? It was a whole thing. My landlord was being a real jerk. He put a padlock on my door. When I was taking things out the window, the present just wasn't a priority. Oh, what was your boss, Matt Lauer? <laughs> wait, wait. Your landlord put a padlock on your door? Yeah, he held me captive for three weeks, and he pulled each strand of my hair out systematically until I was half bald. I've regrown my hair, and the half of the other half is a wig. For Christ's sakes, quit grilling me. He's got this rent obsession. <laughs> Uh, the chat says Judith Light from Who's the Boss? Yeah, that is Judith Light. It says I'd be mad if I graduated from Tony Danza to this, right? Yeah, you got to fucking clean up after Robert Klein's fucking uh, amnesic ass. You were evicted. It was a whole thing. It was an eviction. It was rude. Hi. Carly, your hair looks greasy. It's not grease. It's chicken blood for my satanic rebirthing ceremony. Oh, you're trying to shock me. Get a job. That'll shock me. Oh, right. Because the economy's booming. You, you just can at this era. This was the era of the job. Freelance photographer is a job. Yes, it is. And you should consider doing it. You see, I'm wearing a tie, but I'm a total swindler. And I'm probably not doing that's his gig. He probably is wearing the tie, but he's the fuck up. Barishal's the fuck up. This little angel right here has just been fucking rape pregnated and fucking just gaslit through the early 2000s. Anyway, your father and I have an announcement. Stan? Now? Now. Kids. I have early onset dementia. And I'm not leaving you any money. What? That's all I got. Uh, oh, for God's sakes. Kids. Oh, for God's sakes. I came out of retirement for this? What? See, it's not so easy. Yeah. What is it? What's going on? For Your dad and I are both gay. Not just one of us. Both of us. I munch burger, and he fucking strokes fucking pole. Getting a divorce. Because we're both gay, and he's fat. We're both gay, but he's also fat, and I wasn't into it. Who sings this? This is Buck Cherry.
Ooh, Gen- early Genji Kohan. This is fucking pre-weeds shit right here. Oh, I think I'm gonna be sick. Winston, you must... You know, I fucking... You know, I've done things, but divorce? This is a... Mar- you just made jokes about how your fucking sister's been tortured, sexually assaulted, possibly molested, and now divorce is the hinge here? Five years, I mean... What happened? Was someone cheating? Are you guys still going to pay my rent? <laughs> Why did you just snort? Like you would have an affair. Why wouldn't I? It would mean shaving your legs. <laughs> She's a goddess. She's perfect. Leave me alone. Have you talked to her? No. Well, what am I going to say anyways? I mean, I work in molecular phylogenetics and genetic linkage analysis. She works on structure reactivity correlations and absolute asymmetric synthesis. I mean... Well, that's This is the pilot for fucking Big Bang Theory. <laughs> We're worlds apart. This won't be a, 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 a relative joke for the next 10 years. We're really ahead of our time here. You're missing the big picture. You're both geeks. Yeah. Look, we can't all be tortured in life. We get it. You were molested. Right. Okay. So you have it in your head that mom and dad were meant to live happily.